0: You are listening to New Moon Rising, a Vampire the Masquerade 20th Anniversary Edition actual play. Brought to you by UtilityMuffinLabs.com
1: New Moon Rising Episode 4 In our last episode, the Coterie visited the Church of the Ministry back in Gary. Mama Polari tipped them off that their leader, Marcel, might have some valuable information about other kindred who've gone missing around the Chicagoland area. Marcel, who looks like total nightmare fuel, informs the gang that three members of his own flock have been MIA for months, and he seems to think it's the handiwork of the new scourge of Chicago, a strange-looking kindred named Rustin who haunts the abandoned Edgewater Hospital on the south side of the city. But when Phil tells him that the missing Anarchs were snatched on the north side by mortal police officers, Marcel shrugs it off, saying, that sounds more like the M.O. of the old sheriff, Balthazar. That asshole was well-known for using enthralled cops for his dirty work before he got murked by the new Camarilla regime power. Marcel insists all the missing kindred are linked to the Scourge and offers to pay the Coterie a bounty if they capture him and bring him back to the church alive. Elliot is very into that idea and lets everyone know he isn't going to put a big red cami target on his back without compensation. When the crew gets back to the van, Phil is pissed. She goes off on Elliot for expecting payment for rescuing Anarchs and bringing the Camarilla scum responsible to justice. The Coterie proceeds to have a very yelly heart-to-heart, at least an Audrey's opinion, before deciding to go back to the clubhouse to regroup. And they gotta find new transportation. When a pissed Bruja slams a car door in anger, they tend to kind of fuck up your whole ride.
0: Phil, so will get a text message from Jamie, um, who is another member of your, uh, your coterie, your gang. Um, and that's Kurt's character, okay. Uh, letting you know that they're um, they're on their way back. They're um, traveling through Illinois, mm-hmm. but service is spotty.
1: And okay. so, so they were they were taking like a cache of weapons to somewhere in right. Minnesota or something.
0: No, so where they're taking it to is they're taking it to Madison, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they were dropping off um, some weaponry. Now, for for us players and storyteller. We can just hop in the car. I mean, just drive there. It's not a big deal, right? We don't have the things to worry about that, like, kindred have Mm -hmm. to worry about in the world of darkness. And it's not just as simple as, like, let's get on the highway and motor down, right? You go through a lot of these, especially, like, Chicago Mm -hmm. and Milwaukee and, like, in between, there's a lot of places that are fairly inhospitable for some really unknown reason to vampires as a whole. Um, For a lot of the Anarchs, they know, like, fucking werewolves like it's it's essentially in the wrong hands it can be like a horror movie right it can be like Mm -hmm. you're alone on a highway and something very bad happens and you don't hear from your friends again so there are um certain people and again i catch myself there's certain um kindred certain actual people or certain we don't know what's that have specialized in piloting people um through hostile territory. Um, some call them coyotes. Um, some don't have a name for what they do, but one of the individuals in your group, in your gang, um, is, is a very interesting background. So, um, to give a little bit more background for everybody, not just you guys, but for everybody, the Sabbat has, it seems like maybe fallen apart over the last five to 10 years. Um, as things have, you know, the world is just rapidly changing and the sect of the Sabbat has been from the outsider's perspective, fairly incapable of, of keeping up, right? There's a lot of drastically different ideas, a lot of like inhumane concepts that don't mesh well with today's cultures. And they've, uh, because of that, they've had a lot of individuals who were, I would say like more liberal minded Sabbat members, like we'll call them humane, like mm-hmm. people that aren't stark raving monsters mm-hmm. who have um, fled or escaped from that sect. Um, and, and I had mentioned, um, you know, before we started, that it's pretty well known in the Anarch communities that like old territories of the Sabbat, like old cities, like Anarchs have gone into them and they find no one. There's no evidence of any vampires ever having been there. They can't find the typical, like, graffiti and little symbols that you all kind of have come to understand. They're just gone. Well, one of the individuals that is in your coterie, in your gang, um, is a, is a, uh, he calls himself a serpent of the light. And he kind of has that, like, church vibe, you know, the, the, um, the ministry vibe. Um, And you both, you both know he's like, he's a member of that. And it's very strange because apparently, like, the old school follower of set mentality is not one he agrees with at all. He, like, he's kind of into, like, black magic maybe Mm -hmm. or something. He's, like, always, like, talking about, like, appeasing the spirits and things like that. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, What's that character's name again?
0: Uh, His character's name is Felix. Okay. So, Felix, part of the reason why you added him to your gang is because he's apparently really, he knows very well these routes to take to get between Anarch territories with very little trouble. So long story short, that's where they went tonight. And so they, they were um, off to Madison mm-hmm. to drop off a small cache of weapons um, for some of the other Anarchs that are up there. Cause Madison's kind of like a way station. It's kind of like, a um, there's not a lot of Anarch presence. There's only a few kindred that reside within that territory, but it's kind of like a way station. So it is an Anarch territory, but there's one Gangrel, basically, that's in control mm-hmm. of it, um, and the rest, people just travel through. It's kind of like a safe place for Anarchs to hold up overnight or, you know, to drop shit off. So anyways, that's where they're at. Long, long, long story short, your your Ventrue counterpart, Jamie, messages you, tells you, we're on our way back, services is spotty.
2: So I'm going to send him a message in return that says um, it essentially be on high alert uh, potential problems in Chicago. Go around if possible.
0: Okay. Um, it'll take probably about a good 10 minutes. You'll be actually, you'll pull into the lot of the clubhouse before you get a message back, and it's just understood. <laughs> so you'll ride back at the clubhouse um, clubhouse is you know it's whatever it's a it's a mechanic shop basically um, and nothing out of the ordinary seems to be going on you know it's a normal night your clubhouse is not in Chicago right?
1: no it's in Gary or is it yeah it's somewhere
0: yeah so it's, yeah. A, it's essentially like in the outskirts of Gary you know in a, like a very like you know the, the sort of like industrial sort of ring around that area um, the thing about Gary is it's not very heavily populated mm-hmm. period Um, so it's in a neighborhood that is fairly run down and a lot of it is boarded up, you know, old brick facade buildings that no one's using, um, and then a thriving business. (laughs) And that's kind of how it goes.
2: For no reason that anyone can understand. I mean, I imagine that, and then four blocks later, there's another thriving business because it's the only gas station in 10 blocks or whatever. Right,
0: right. yeah. It, that's that's exactly how how it kind of breaks down um there are definitely still people that live in gary but um it is severely sized down the mm-hmm. population is definitely in flux um but it seems like recently like things have started to you know there's been a lot of social planning you know like similar to what's happened in detroit mm-hmm. like you know people uh are are realizing again that there is a reason to have an interest. However, that whole thing hasn't really quite taken hold, but you know, occasionally you'll see a family buying an old house and renovating it, and they're the only house in on the block, but you know, that's kind of how these things start.
2: Um, how many of the uh, human gang members are
0: around? Um, it looks like tonight there's not much going on with them, so as you get out of the van... Uh, all of you walk into the clubhouse area. Um, you'll see three of them sort of hanging around, uh, okay. playing pool, drinking beer, throwing darts. But nothing's going on.
2: Okay. Um, I'll call them over. And, uh, like, I need you guys to fuck off for a while.
0: Okay. Uh, you know, the three... Um, very surly biker men will come over like waiting for like some sort of command huh. and you'll be like I need you guys to fuck off and they know that <laughs> they know what that means and they like you know grab their keys and they you know they bug out they're they're out of there real quick
2: okay. um and then how how late into the night
0: are we um i would say by now with all the back and forth We'll call it uh, maybe like after midnight, probably closer to like 1 a.m. Okay.
2: Um, So then I'm going to, I assume that in Gary, um, I can, essentially I know who to call if I need some people to discreetly feed from, be that um, adult entertainment, be that um, some small-scale Drug dealers, who I tell them I want to get hooked up, whatever. Like I imagine, there are people that I call who sometimes I feed from.
0: So interestingly, um, like from a uh, just like a straight feeding perspective, mm-hmm. if you're looking for a place where you can sort of discreetly feed from, like the dregs of society, Mount um, Polaris Club is actually okay. where most of you would go at any okay. given night. Um, it's kind of how you know her. She mm-hmm. has a sort of an open door policy. It's kind of like you can come in. You can feed, don't fuck around, don't Mm -hmm. be stupid. Um, And Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. her, and and, uh, the the beauty part about that place is, it is a club that's outside of Chicago, but it sort of attracts people from Chicago Mm -hmm. who are not local. So it's kind of easier to clean up messes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just, it's a strip club. Drug dealers go there. The laws are kind of uh, disregarded. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I guess once we all get in and, um, you know, they fuck off like I tell them to, Mm -hmm. um, thoughts about what the two of you would like to do with the rest of your evening? Because I think that, I don't know that any of us successfully fed, um, and that's gonna be a problem, and I think we also need to talk to the rest of the gangs about what may be going on.
0: For Audrey... Um, Audrey will, um, you'll just make, go in, grab a seat or whatever. You don't really have any, like, mode uh, you know, like, there's nothing you really want to do. And you'll just watch, you know, uh, as a little one goes and plays darts. Okay. And she's not very good, and she half the time can't hit the board, but will just kind of sit and observe her for the time being. Okay.
1: Um, so Audrey will kind of, like, she's sitting on the couch, and then, um, she'll just kind of say, well, I have, uh, One place I got to get in and clean before tomorrow morning Um, contracted to, you know, do just a quick once over in the bathrooms of this small office park. But um, it's kind of it's so for characters, I'm making a list. Right. Uh, It's not far from Mama Polaris. So she'll kind of say, like, if you guys were going to go there and feed, then you can just drop me off and then, you know, maybe pick me up. Well, if you if you're going to go to Mama Polaris. I mean, I I gotta get this job done, so... You know, I mean, I can go now, or what, whatever. Whatever makes sense, but I mean, I I have the towels here, and... Try throwing it harder. Put, like, your back into it.
2: Okay, that's fine. We'll
1: figure it out.
3: Literally anything outside of Gary is great, because there's nothing to do here. So, if we're hanging out here, all I'm doing... The rest of my evening is sitting on this comfy chair and watching YouTube. Okay,
2: so let's go to Polaris.
3: Mal- sounds much more exciting.
2: Since I fucked the van, do you mind driving? No, that's that's fine.
1: Um, I guess, I guess I can uh, I'll, I'll swing by Mama Polaris and drop you guys off, and then I'll go do me. And no, put them down. Put, put him down. You were getting ready to go. You got to put him away. Yep. Go, you got to put him away.
0: For you two guys, you have no idea who she's talking to. You, it, it's very common. This is a very common thing for you. Like, okay, let's get focused. For you, um, you know, she'll she'll be like, but I want to play. I want to play more. And then she'll, she'll kind of like be okay. very upset. You know, mm-hmm. she'll do that kid thing where she like slunches her shoulders and she'll drop them and she'll come running over to you.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I can drive. Uh, I'll just drop you guys off, and then I'll go do the thing I gotta do real quick, um, and uh, so I can pay my rent, and then I'll come back and, uh, uh, you know, hang out, if that's okay. Can I come hang out after? You can do the fuck you want, but yeah. Okay, cool. So she's got, um, on my sheet, I have that she has a a very old Toyota, a 2009... Some kind of Rav Four, a 2009 Honda CRV, and it's probably parked in the parking lot. Yeah,
0: it's it's a uh, it's not a bad car. Uh, it's an extremely average car, um, and uh, she'll go and she'll jump in the front seat. Um, her car is a little disorganized. Um, there's a lot of cleaning supplies and shit you have to push in the back. Some some old towels. It's creepy because her car seems lived in. And you know she can't live in her car. Like, down to there's food wrappers. And, like, it's very much, like, for for Phil, it's very reminiscent of, like, a single mom who has to go to work. But she's a fucking vampire. Like, why is she going to work? Doesn't she know she could just you know, let the thoughts run wild. That's the kind of mm-hmm. stuff that happens. For you, whatever. It's your car. It's, yeah. You know, you, you gotta dust the you know, tomorrow you're going to get it washed. Well, you can't because you can't go during the day. Right. But, um, yeah. And, and, you know, same thing for Elliot. It's like, how do we know a single mom? But you do. <laughs> and she's not a mom. She has no kid. But, you do you, boo. Right. But you push her shit out of the way. You know, it's for us as players, it's probably something we've done a thousand, thousand times. It means nothing. But to your, your kindred mind... It seems very peculiar, but, like, not out of step with who she is. Mm-hmm. So you get in. Anyways, it's a car trip. So
2: um, I want Oso and Sonia to stay. Okay. Um, and I'm going to ask them to, to not leave the club.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, Sonia will, she'll say, yeah, we'll, we'll lock it up. Um, you know, we'll keep the, whole, the hearth fires lit. Um, and uh, um, Oso, he'll just look at you. I'll keep trying to get a hold of Shorty. That's I mean, fine. maybe somebody'll answer his phone. I don't know.
2: If if somebody does, um, I mean, get information, get what information you can. But if if they want to meet or other nonsense, like we can talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. But don't do anything tonight. Without
0: yeah, we us. won't do anything without you. Um, and Sonia will just, she'll shut the door behind you and she'll put, uh, the big yeah. piece of wood over the door. And...
2: Oh, if you want to call John and them back, I didn't, I thought maybe this would take longer. And so, you know, they seemed like they were having a good time. So if they want to like not fuck off anymore, they can come back.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get it figured out. Um, and that's, that's that. And you'll, okay. you'll, you'll, you'll start up the CRV. Right, you're like 300 miles past due for an oil change, but it's hard to get an oil change at night, so right. you just don't worry about it too much. Yeah, be- maybe you'll watch some videos and learn how to do it yourself. But
1: okay, um, so I'll drive to Mama Polaris. Okay, um, if we arrive without incidents, I'll drop them off, um, and just say, uh, shouldn't take me more than maybe half hour, 45 minutes. Um, places just down the street, and um. I've got everything I need so I'll I'll be back as soon as I can.
0: Okay. So, um pulling up um this is a place that all of you've been a number of times, however, you as players have never been here. Um this is a uh, it is a building that looks like it probably was something else before it was this. And uh it's actually it's a strip club. It's called Sin. Um and it has like the very stereotypical like the, the female form, you know, like you'd see on the back of like a, like a mud flap and, uh, it's just called S Y N N. And, uh, all the, like it is a, it is a building that has windows. All of them are blacked out windows. Um, for uh, for you Phil, like it reminds you of a pizza hut, the shape of the building <laughs> like that you're like, was this a fucking pizza hut at one time but it's like that size right It's a small building mm-hmm. relatively small considering um, but, <laughs> but but yeah windows are blacked out and uh, there's no line but it's like it's meant to be sort of classied up at mm-hmm. the front you know it's got like the ropes and like the red mm-hmm. carpet you've been in here there's no need for a red carpet. Um, <laughs> the red carpet is probably to hide other things um, and there's one door guard um, uh, a very large African American gentleman he's wearing a short sleeve button up shirt that's maybe two sizes too small for him um, and um, he's not someone either of you have ever really engaged with uh, because it seems very much that he knows who the uh, VIP clientele are mm-hmm. um, so as you walk up um, he just sort of steps aside, doesn't ask for a door charge or anything.
1: Can I interrupt real quick? Are you yes. gonna want more coffee? Yes. Let me go put it in the craft and yes. I'll be right back.
0: Okay.
3: We'll walk in. Oh yeah, I will saunter in.
0: Okay. Um it's hard to explain what what this is like. Have either of you ever been have either of you ever been to like a a, a gentleman's club on like a Wednesday night?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, during the week.
0: Yeah. 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 So, um, okay. <laughs> then I'll give you the full description. Um, you walk in and it's very, um, so there is a, there's like a stage um, mm-hmm. at the far end of the room and it is a relatively small stage. Um, it is probably like a six foot by six foot stage and there's a pole, right? This isn't like classy strip club. This is, like, roadside bar, strip club. Okay, so, tile floor. Um, there is definitely a bar. This is a alcohol-forward place. <laughs> um, and there will be a very young, attractive woman giving a dance on, on that little stage. Um, but there's only probably half a dozen patrons. And there's, like, one person watching the stage and five people drinking. Um, very much alcohol is, is the, is the, the game of the night. It's this uh, is
2: a bar that happens to have strippers.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it is, it is a, it is a gentleman's club, but for Phil, this is a roadhouse. Yeah. This is, this is uh this is the type of place where all the bikers would go every night of the week because there's hot women who will pay attention to them and there's plenty of beer and nobody gives a shit. And if there's a fight, they just kick everybody outside and close <laughs> the doors. Right. That's this type of place. Um, However, what you can definitely see is there are more, like, workers here than there are patrons. Mm -hmm. And um, the workers, they kind of, like, make their way around, and they sort of hover on, like, the regulars, and they're kind of, like, playing that game, right? They're looking for a little handout, and the guys are looking for a little hand up, right? That's what's going on. Um, but it's a very casual situation it's not like a it's not like a place where you would think like a lot of like open risque behavior would happen but like the threat the Mm -hmm. looming threat is always there so these guys know like you're probably not going to get very far but you can get a little far (laughs) for a couple of dollars Um, for the two of you you know this is this is a hangout of Mama Polari's gang for lack of a better term um but the like this is kind of like her safe haven, so um, you're free to try to feed um,
2: from her employees as well, or yes, just from regulars. So,
0: so the the employees are, as far as you can tell, by and large, you've seen that the employees are mortal. You know who are not mortal mm-hmm. uh, on the staff. So, like, um, you know, they just say like, be mindful. You know, usually. Um, the, the, there isn't like a really a, a policy per se on like who you feed upon, but like obviously you're not going to feed on kindred if they're mortal and they're on the staff. Like, like th- that's that's the belief. Yeah. The common yeah. belief is you're not going to feed on kindred. Um, but like, yeah, mortals, employee or um, you know staff or otherwise is fine. I'm a Tremere, mm, tasty, tasty blood no Now, now the, the, the thing the thing to to remember though, very specifically, is. There is a, you know, a, ca- a sort of casual observation of the masquerade. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not so much like a Camarilla thing, it's just a no-duh thing. Mm-hmm. So, that's expressly observed here.
2: Does, I'm going to assume the answer is yes, because vampires hang out here. Um, but is the lap dance area in public or private rooms?
0: It is a private room. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's the thing. Yeah. Um, in the, in the public view, it's very much like the women don't get fully naked because there is alcohol served here. Mm-hmm. However, there are rooms, right? And in those rooms, nobody really checks, right? There's, there's a guy who stands guard, but he has a strict don't pay attention rule. Mm-hmm. Um, so feeding and other things mm-hmm. will happen there.
2: So that's... Um so I don't know about Elliot but um for Phil that is her first priority because she has already eaten once tonight and then was forced to um, vomit that back up mm-hmm. and so she's she is not hungry right but she's hungry
0: yeah no that's and that's um, that's not even like that's ab- absolutely the case like for all of you, Um, for the two of you because you're not there but this is very much like if we were to go out to dinner and we were like at the buffet and when you sit down before you get your first plate and you can sort of smell like meat being cooked and you know the delicious sides and the potatoes with all the fixings this is a thousand times better than that, this is more than that like you walk in and vampires don't salivate, they can't but there is that beast inside of you, even more than like the <clears throat> when you were at the metro. Like the metro was just like if you were in a room full of steaks, you'd be like, "Ooh, steaks are good. I'd like to eat one." <laughs> but this is where it's cooked, mm-hmm. right? This is like the carnal release of you know, sex and blood are are all like intrinsically tied. And so walking in here, like you're like, ooh, I could eat both of you, um, and it's. It is, it is not difficult um, because you're both sort of well-known and you're regulars. However, you don't see any of... You don't see Mama Polari here, mm-hmm. which makes sense because last time you saw her, she was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So unlike you, um, she probably stayed and had a good time at a show or found other people to employ. You guys have been sort of running about trying to get things done. Um, now, you will see... Um, so you will see uh, there is one individual here um, that you know is part of Mama Polari's crew. Um, they actually have a name for themselves. They're called the Sin Collective, mm-hmm. right? They they're, they sort of um, all run sort of an equal stake, right? They've all... It's, it's their place together, so they all have an equal share of keeping it um, working and keeping it running properly and keeping, you know, the blood flowing... In the proper direction and not spilled on the floor. So you will see, um, a woman by the name of Augustine love. I use the term woman loosely. She's kindred. Um, all of, you know, um, she, number one, she's very attractive, very beautiful. Um, you could say she is too beautiful for this place, right? She's like in a different time in a different place. You could have seen her like This will be very dismissive, but like, you know, Snake video, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: right? She's that level of attractive, but she just never got out of a small shitty town, Mm -hmm. right? So she's way too attractive for this place because this place is kind of, it's like polishing a turd, you know? It's a, it's, it's nice, but it's still a shitty roadhouse strip club Mm -hmm. in Gary. What was Um, her first name again? Her name is Augustine. Augustine. And she goes by Augustine Love. That's her, that's her stage name. Um you um well let me well, let's do this let's put to test your capabilities of what you might know about her individually so both of you if you want give a shit um you can roll your intelligence plus your politics if and you have them sure and we'll call it um because you're anarchs it's going to be a difficulty of 8 this is going to represent your intimate knowledge of like who knows who um
2: so i have the mm-hmm. Um, known, unknown, and it says what I wrote down was plush to social pools with reputation." Yeah, this is not social. We're doing mentals. So,
0: so, so I'll uh, I'll give you I'll give you because people aren't going to know what all oh. that means. Right. Um. So, uh, known, unknown. Uh, it reads most anarchists, especially bruja like to say that lineage means nothing to them, mm-hmm. regardless of what they tell themselves or others. Kindred still judge you by your line, even if that's not necessarily a reflection of your own actions. Theo Bell himself is part of your lineage. Somehow, you are related by blood. Be it that you share the same sire or both of you share a common, sense, common ancestor, people know or think they know uh, that you are part of Bell's line. You get a plus two bonus on social pools where reputation is a factor.
2: Okay, I, that's what was going to be my question is that, is that, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep,
0: I'm good. So, um, so, still
2: my base.
0: Right. So, okay. so if, if someone met you for the first mm-hmm. time and they were like, oh shit, uh, you're part of Bell's line, mm-hmm. you'd get those plus two bonus traits gotcha. for like, you know, chest out, you right. know, okay. peacocking. Sounds good. So for this purpose, no, it wouldn't, but...
2: Uh, do we... Do ones cancel?
0: Yes, they do. Okay, then yes. I got
2: nothing. I got, okay. a set. I got one seven, I got nothing.
3: I got nothing. Okay, cool. so... You got a, it was difficulty seven? Eight. Eight. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, all that having been said... She's an Anarch of fairly decent repute uh, within the Chicago Gary Anarch Collective, um, and she hot. She is. She is definitely hot. Hot would be the appropriate word. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that you might know about her. Um, yes. So um, the other thing of note about her is that um, she she's she's known. In the fetish community. So she's very much like Chips, Dips, Chains, Whips. Like she's that type, um, you know, leather. And apparently she runs a very profitable online business selling fetish gear. Other than that, she's kind of the lady of the house when um, Mama Polari is not around. So you'll see her. She'll acknowledge you both, sort of give you the wave, and go back to um, trying to get a little herself. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I'm going to just basically walk in, as I always do to most places if I own it, and kind of do the uh, the pulse outward of just, I'm here, mm-hmm. uh, and see who looks at me. And it seems interested.
0: Sure, absolutely. Um, so that actually has a role to it as well. Sweet. Um, okay. Just trying to vamp the room, essentially. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and uh, for whatever reason, it doesn't seem like it's on this fucking thing. Which seems like a... Seems like a missed opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I don't really care. I don't need to roll. Um, You don't need to roll. I know your character sheet. Um, So, you're in a strip club. You're a guy. (laughs) And you're putting out the vibe. Yep. um, Which means it will not take long. In fact, like, under five minutes. Because people have seen you here before. Mm -hmm. So, you'd be considered a regular. And you like to spend money. Mm -hmm. So, for you... Um, I'll just need you to just give me um, just a self-control roll. It's just going to be at a difficulty of four. Um, Just let me know if you don't get any successes. That's all I need to know. Nope. Got successes. So it's not difficult. Um, She will approach you. Um, Um, She's a very attractive young lady, about 19 years old. mm -hmm. Um, You've seen her around, but she's not one that you've spoken to before.
3: Yeah, uh, the moment... She makes eye contact and starts in this way. She's go to the private room, like wink and just go that way.
0: So he does something very daring. He like doesn't even waste time to chat with her. He mm-hmm. like you. You can see this happening. She she makes eye contact with him and she's wearing like a like a half shirt and um, hey it, me too like, like a, it's like it, it, it's like a black t shirt. That, you like, are
2: dressed like a stripper. That's correct. Just like a stripper. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's wearing like a black t-shirt and it's cut down like in the halfway part. So like the bottom of her breasts are like just just gently exposed, um, tastefully so. Mm-hmm. And then she's wearing like a pair of bikini underwear um, and um, just like these like these boots that just go like all the way up to her knees that are like black vinyl. Her shit don't match. Doesn't matter though. You're not here for that. Um, I think you just
1: described Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. <laughs> That's interesting.
0: <laughs> I've never seen it.
3: <laughs> I think so, I may be dressed more scantily. <laughs> um,
0: so, so she starts to to saunter her way across the room, and you'll get up and you'll just walk to the back room. So you'll mm-hmm. walk basically across. You have your bar on the right, um, basically encompasses like the right and back part of the room, and then there's tables that are all throughout, like round tables with very shitty like Chinese food restaurant chairs you know the ones I'm talking about like yeah. they're like metal with the crappy foam yep. right that like you just come in and just take a cloth and wipe off <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: right.
4: and then oh.
0: there's the stage over in the background and then off to the left there is the the area where Phil will go oh that's where they used to cook the pizzas which is now a, a series of rooms that have been sort of locked off right and you'll just walk straight across mm-hmm. and she'll like turn and follow you Excellent. Right, so you'll go over there. Um, I, I gave you the self control roll, mm-hmm. um, just because your your kindred is not you're not hungry in the sense that you're low on blood. Um, but I just wanted to give it to you to see if you're able I'm a good to maintain. Not a few rituals. So, um, well, what's your what's your current current pool at? Uh, I'm at ten.
3: I'm at
0: uh, six. Yeah, so you you definitely could indulge, mm-hmm. um, but it's your choice if you'd like to.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm totally going to feed,
0: but I'm going to make sure she's having a good time, too. Great, great. <laughs> um, Elliot is not a selfish lover. The interesting thing about this place is that it is, it is fairly simple to feed. Like, you know that they don't know that they're frequently being fed on, mm-hmm. but, like, they kind of know. Everybody here is a little pale. Yeah. Everybody here is a little eager, and it's kind of... It's uh in another life it might have made you sad, but mm-hmm. now it simply makes you comfortable that there's a place like this that exists. Mm-hmm. Um so you'll be doing that. Yes. That that's a whole process. So oh, yeah.
3: feeding's only like a third of what Ellie will do. That That's a club schematic.
0: Oh, great. Okay. Um so what's Phil doing?
2: Um Did sorry, I missed it while I was drawing. Did that work? Yeah. Okay. So Phil will slightly roll her eyes. Um, (laughs) then, um, so I I assume Phil has fed here before, Mm -hmm. um, and Phil has to feed with a knife. Um, or Phil chooses to feed with a knife. So Um,
0: Phil has the, um, she doesn't get the easy feed. No. She gets maybe less of what she wanted in that Augustine comes up. Augustine's the one that gets attracted to her. So she stops what she's doing with the guy, and she's the one looking to get your dollar. And so she's like, oh, hey, Phil. What brings you here tonight?
2: What's up, Augustine? Several things. Uh, One, um, I'm sure you can help me with some of them. Um, But do you know when Mama Polari will be back?
0: Mama Polari has her own schedule. However... She'll probably be here before last call. Okay.
2: Um if it's all right, we're we'll probably chill till she comes back. She talked to me about Angel. Um and I have some oh, more
0: okay great, yeah. great.
2: Um I have some more information um that I, I want to share with her in person. It's not a um, you know, electronic communication kind of conversation.
0: Totally understood. Um your girl is off tonight? She's, uh. Um, well, she had to go get a shot.
2: <laughs> well, I'm glad she's off then.
0: Um. I mean, you could take a chance on me.
2: Appreciate the offer, uh, Augustine, but, uh. I'm good with, uh. where I'm at.
0: Okay. Well, if you need anything, I've been left in charge, so Mm. um, just whistle. That's what everybody else does.
2: Okay. Anybody else around this evening who um, Mm. wouldn't be Mm. in shock or awe?
0: Well, so that fellow over there, she'll point to the guy that she was talking to, and he's probably like a guy in his 50s. Um, You know, maybe 60 or 70 pounds overweight, big, fluffy, black and gray beard, trucker hat, um, dressed in a very traditional, you know, pair of jeans, flannel, you know, ensemble, you know, work boots, very, uh, um, the guy we've all seen before. Well, um, he seemed fairly receptive to my my guiles. He seemed like he might be into a little, um, pain and discipline. might want to try, um, um, buttering him up, but just be careful. Um, your particular kink is a little bit more difficult to hide than others.
2: Mm. Clarification question for sure. Nasty. Even though I have dealt by, if mm-hmm. I, I can still lick the wounds.
0: If you make a wound, you can lick it.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. Um,
0: but if you cut him with a knife, no.
2: Okay, so not a regular wound.
0: Okay. Mm-mm. Mm. Which is why you have a herd.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm hungry now, though. Right, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you told your herd people to fuck off. Right? I know. Well,
2: right. Because I'm hungry now and I don't want to feed from them. <laughs>
0: right.
2: <laughs> um, okay. Um, deciding what Phil would decide. Yeah, I'm fucking hungry. Fuck it. Um. Sure. Phil will go chat up this elderly gentleman.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, how will <laughs> Phil go about this?
2: Um, Phil would
0: pardon me, little burp.
2: Uh, take off her I think Phil acknowledges that she is not an unattractive woman, um, even if that's not how she goes about her life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she would take off her jacket and, uh, to expose her arms and some um like chest and then um probably just initially go sit down next to him right um and order a beer like she's going to drink it but kind of fake sip from it right um and then just sort of see whether he's a typical trucker in a strip club who chats up the chick who sits next to
0: him sure uh, give me just one second here while I pull up something in my book. While well, I pull up something in my book.
1: Thank yeah. you for the song. You're welcome. Pull up something in your book.
2: Yeah, yeah, in your book. book. All right.
0: So I will give you, Mallory, I will give you the option. Mm-hmm. Right? Um... This is something that we can do one of two ways. Mm-hmm. You can either go, I want to roleplay this and see how this plays out, and interact with this gentleman, or mm-hmm. you can go, I'm not feeling that, I'd like to just roll some dice and hunt.
2: Uh, I think if I were answering that question from, like, Phil's perspective, mm-hmm. Phil wants to roll some dice and hunt. She's just hungry. Her intent is not to, like, sexy up this dude. Right. She'll do what is required to right. get him to a private place, uh, Do what
0: she needs to do. Sure. And I only ask you as the player because it's literally your time, right? Right? Uh, If you want to, like, try to really work out the hunt, right? That's how you want to spend the time. I'm totally fine with that. But if you're like, I've got other shit on the agenda. I'd like to play that game. I got dice rolls here. So Uh, you tell me how you'd like to proceed, and we'll proceed that way.
2: I think in this instance, because this is not... An important feed to fill, mm-hmm. or important, like, or interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I but, don't know that I want to. But play is it, it
0: out. A, is it important to Mallory?
2: No. That's okay. Right. Yeah, so that's let's that's give you some saying. dice. Yeah. So. There are so many more interesting things we could be doing.
0: Right. So you do me a favor, mm-hmm. and um, you're at the nightclub, and you're trying to you're trying to lure this chap to a, our dark room to get involved in some things that might not necessarily be totally legal. So, let's have you roll an appearance plus your subterfuge. And your difficulty based on the area, based on a couple of key factors. So normally I would call this a difficulty of 4. However, I don't feel that this man would necessarily find you up to snuff for his normal. Mhm. I'm going to give you a difficulty of 5. <laughs> because as it turns out, fuck it's
2: fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um and remind me, what does awe do?
0: So with awe.
2: I have you, the mechanism written down, but not. I did not write down.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know that this. Is, I don't know that awe is going to help you okay. here. Um, but I will give you a full. because I know, like LARP kind of has. Yes. Yeah. A lot of things that tend to stick with us. Um,
2: so I have the system, but I don't hmm. have. I didn't write down
0: sort of the use. Right. Like, what does this do? You just kind of pull your, yeah, your it, it basically is is meant to like draw attention to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll give you I'll give you the the wording so you can you know. Okay, so those near the vampire suddenly desire to be closer to her and become receptive to her point of view. Oz extremely useful for mass communication. Okay, it matters little what is said. The hearts of those affected lean towards the vampire's opinion. Um, so uh, it goes on. Um, basically, it attracts people to you. Now, could be useful here. Um, you'd spend a blood point, and you'd roll charisma plus performance at a difficulty of seven. The Mm. number of rolls determined uh, how many people give a shit. So I would say in this instance, maybe it wouldn't be a good idea to utilize that, especially since it costs you blood.
2: Right. And I also don't necessarily want everyone's attention. Right. Um...
0: In fact, you may only want his attention. Right. Which is I where do your...
2: sort of only want his attention. I don't want other people paying right. attention. Which is
0: where your subterfuge comes in. Right. So, yeah, we'll have you go ahead and roll that at a difficulty of five.
2: Um, I have one success.
0: Uh, I'll say one is enough. Um, this guy is a hard sell. Um, for Phil, you can tell that there's a part of this guy um, totally um, there's nothing to indicate to you that he's anything but a, just a normal, average, run-of-the-mill guy in a strip club <coughs> who probably lives a very unhappy life and mm-hmm. has a lot of preconceived notions about people and probably doesn't so much care about people. And so for that it's actually quite satisfying for you to sort of use this sack to satisfy your needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it almost makes you just slightly ill that you have to manipulate this jag off, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, to what you need. You can sense things about him. Things that he's thinking about you. And so in that regard it makes you feel very good that you can go and sort of pull him into this. Um, Turns out, guy's kind of a freak. And (laughs) um, you you get him in this room and you pull out the switchblade and you're like Hey, maybe we take this a little further. And at first he's kind of like, "Oh shit, like what's happening?" But then like he takes off his shirt and starts like exposing his like once masculine chest. <laughs> and you're you have no problem going right in. Um as you you take that blade across his chest and uh he definitely feels it. Um but the ecstasy he feels after you start to um drink from him. Um for you when you feed you definitely you you sort of like have this situation where you're in a very dangerous place right like um it's it's always taboo like it's more taboo because of how you have to feed mm-hmm. than just like normal feeding but you finish you take what you whatever you need
2: mm-hmm. um so um remind me like mechanically functional amount of blood in a person. So per tabletop. So
0: ideally your average human being has ten traits of blood. Okay. Um you can skate the line and take about three before they need to be hospitalized. Okay, I'll do two. But uh he gets done and um it goes a little bit further. Um because I feel your character by now would, would come to the understanding that you probably have to give them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So as they don't ask additional questions about what the hell just happened. So anyways, we'll skip the graphic details. That is a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that gets wrapped up all in all. It's probably about an hour that you spend with him. Um, same thing for you. Um, you, you know, there is more, um, for Elliot. There's more than just like the wham, bam. Thank you, Mm ma'am. There's a whole dance to it Mm -hmm. and you let her do her dance and then you do yours. Mm -hmm. Um, she does require money at the end, even though she had a very pleasurable time. Mm-hmm. So, you guys will feed. For you. Rachel. Yeah. You'll drop them off. Okay. And you'll you'll uh, take the, the CRV mm-hmm. over to...
1: Yeah, so there's a little office park, um, maybe like a couple miles away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have on my... like I've been contracted to, like once a week to go and wipe down like do spot cleaning around the office and dusting and wipe down the bathrooms really really good um it's like it's like an office park that's similar to the one that we went to this past wednesday Mm -hmm. um where there's like individual suites with different offices and so the one that i've been hired out to do is like an insurance company maybe like a state farm office or something like that yeah and so they've got, like, a, a couple a men's and a women's bathroom with just a few stalls and urinals, nothing huge. Something that's, like, manageable that a person could go in and clean. And it's, like, if they're, it's being cleaned regularly, it's not going to take very long. But I could do, like, a spot cleaner on the office and clean the bathrooms in about maybe an hour, half hour, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. And then my intention is to go do that and then come back and meet them at Mama Polaris.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you'll definitely, you'll drive there and uh, you'll as normal you'll you'll key in now um as far as your daughter's concerned um do you give her any special instructions because um, i think normally she would probably just stay out in the car
1: um so i'll just kind of like t- you know, you know she, assuming she's in the back seat because i don't mm-hmm. want her riding in the front because of airbags right so sure. she's still small enough she needs to ride in the back seat so i'll just kind of turn and say so mommy's got to go in and clean if you want you can stay out here and play in the car um, I think there's some snacks in the back, some Oreos, um, mm-hmm. but if you want to come in, you can. You can help me out. Whatever you want to do, baby.
0: I'll just stay outside, and I'll play with Jason.
1: Oh, is Jason here? You play with Jason? Jace- is Jason your imaginary friend?
0: Yeah, Jason's my friend. Jason, he'll be here. He's going to come.
1: Jason's going to come? Yeah. When did you meet Jason, honey?
0: I, I Jason's my friend from church. <laughs>
1: Okay. And Shuka, she'll kind of like think for a second. And she's like, when did you meet Jason? When we were there earlier?
0: The first time we were there.
1: I'm sorry, mommy.
0: I didn't tell you about Jason. Jason doesn't like to talk. He he doesn't like to. He's weird.
1: Okay. Well, um, this kind of has like Audrey a little nervous. She's like, does he come play with you very often or do you only play with him at church?
0: Well, I play with him at church or, like, sometimes when you're doing things, we'll play. But, like, he's okay. He doesn't have any friends. (coughs) Okay. So I'm his friend now.
1: Okay. Well, why don't you come inside with me? Okay. And if Jason comes, you can let him inside. Okay. Okay. So they'll go in and... She'll just start doing her thing, and she'll be like, wait out here in the lobby. And it's like a typical, like, office, stupid, like, office. They have, like, a waiting room, and they have some of those, like, wire things that kids can push around. Yeah,
0: like the little toys. Yeah, the little toys and, like,
1: coloring and highlights books. And, like, so my daughter is about 10, so Mm -hmm. she's, like, a little too old for that type of stuff. But I'm like, oh, there's some stuff here for you to check out. If you get bored, you know, you can hop on one of the computers, but just be really good and make sure you turn everything off
0: Mm -hmm. before we leave. Yeah, so she's um she's definitely, the thing about your daughter, she's not really into, like, technology. Okay. She's, she's into, like, old-fashioned toys. So, like, she, she'll, she like, be a little bored with, like, the pushy thing. Mm-hmm. But she'll find, like, some um, Hot Wheels cars, and she'll run them around on the floor, and that's where she'll wait. Okay. Um, and uh, you will go and do your cleaning thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you, like, you just get a bad feeling like a feeling that doesn't really leave you like there's like somebody's watching you mm. like like you feel like somebody's here in the building with you okay but you can never quite find them
1: okay um so audrey's like very tense um, she finishes her work, but she's like kind of distracted. Like normally she would be very obsessive about making sure that the toilet paper spacing the right direction, like laces out. But now she's just kind of putting the toilet paper on the rolls without really paying attention. You know, she, she wipes down all the handles on the sinks, but she doesn't wipe out the bottom of the sink. So she's kind of like forgetting things that are normally on her mental checklist of things to do. It's still clean. No one's going to notice, but she's like slipped a little bit.
0: Yeah. One of the things that will really be sticking with you is um, you get this this feeling like this sensation, like a buzzing feeling like like soda pop in the back of your head. Um, just intermittently, like like something's trying to communicate with you or okay. like something's trying to break through. Mm-hmm. but you're you just can't quite put your your finger on it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it's just it's it's honestly, it's a feeling you've never really had. Sense your embrace. Okay. Where you're like, you don't, you just don't want to be alone.
1: Okay. So she'll, she'll finish up cleaning as quick as she can. She'll go back out to the lobby and see her daughter. Um, and she'll be like, do you hear that? You hear that too?
0: You're what, mommy?
1: Oh, I just like, there's something, I don't know. I just like, are you, I just hear something weird or I don't know. Is, has Jason stopped by? Has he,
0: he didn't come in because he wasn't ready to talk to you yet, Mommy.
1: Well, what... What do... Wait, but didn't you tell him I was nice? Like...
0: Yeah, but Jason's weird. Jason's Mommy and him, they didn't get along like we do. And so he's not ready to talk to my Mommy. hes He's kind of scared.
1: He's scared? Well... What do, you, what do you think I could do to make him not so scary? I
0: don't think... I don't think anything, Mommy. Okay. I think you just have to wait until he's ready.
1: Okay, well... I'm tired. Yeah? Do you want to you wanna go lay down in the car? I'm done. We, okay. okay we'll drive We'll drive back and meet our other friends. Is Jason afraid of my other friends?
0: I don't know.
4: Okay.
1: Well... Can you grab can grab that bag over there and we'll we'll head out.
0: Okay, okay mom. Okay.
1: Uh, are you hungry?
0: She'll she'll get up. No, he had a snack.
1: Okay. What'd you have?
0: She'll go on and tell you about whatever okay. snack she had sure. like okay. like kids will do.
1: Right, we'll go back in the car and um like I'll just drive back. I'm like I feel bad. I feel like I should get you like a a proper dinner, but I don't think anything's open this late anymore. There's just like the Sure, you don't want me like get a Happy Meal or something?
0: She's like, no, that's okay, Mom.
1: Okay. All right. So I'll drive back to the strip club, and I'll stop, and I'll be like, okay, listen, sweetie. I want you to wait in the car. Don't get out of the car, because there are some people in here that um, are my friends, but... It's an adult place. It's a grown-up place. Okay. Yeah. So wait here for me, okay? All right. So she'll go in the club.
0: Okay. Um, so about the time that that you both are sort of like finishing up your your feeding your actual kindred requirements for sustenance um, you'll come out first obviously yours is way less complex Mm -hmm. Um, and you'll you'll see as you go to like saunter up to the bar um, you will see Audrey come walking in um, just looking the same as she did when she left when she dropped you off um, she she looks like she looks like she might in a different life be looking for a job. That's that's kind of like the desperation of this place. Nothing against Audrey or or her characterization, but like Audrey definitely has that like she's like one step from like you know being in that position. You know she's she wears old clothes. She's unkempt. She you know has that look about her like she's had a very hard life and I don't mean it to like make light of it mm-hmm. but that's definitely this is the the vibe of this place and mm-hmm. the vibe of her yeah unfortunately they, they kind of overlap
3: I come out having a little bit of an afterglow I look at you finger wave and then I look around and realize the dump that I'm in and it dulls it a little bit mm. and I just go stand at the bar.
1: Uh, so Audrey will kind of like go up to the bar next to him. And she's like, "Well, I'm done with my work for the night. Did you guys get anything good to eat? Where's uh, Where's Phil?
3: I assume in the process. Okay.
1: All right. Well, I I, I probably uh I probably need to have have a drink or two since I'm here. Um, and like she looks she looks like slightly more agitated than normal. And like if if you are even like the least bit like not totally self-absorbed you'll notice that she's just like blinking a lot um so yeah
0: um so what you'll see uh phil as you come sort of walking out first of all you walk out you're like cock of the walk. you're like whatever and fucking did my thing um that gentleman that you were with um whose name you didn't give a shit to get um first thing he'll do is he'll go to the bathroom Very standard behavior for most men after a scenario like that, like time to wash off the shame. Um, (laughs) He will head directly to the restroom um, and you'll see um, you'll see that Audrey has walked in Um, and then you will see um, Augustine will actually walk over to her um, and sort of like you've been here before. You're Mm -hmm. familiar with these people. Everyone here that works here that works here that air quote works here mm-hmm. that are are kindred,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, they're all really really nice to you. Okay. Uh, and you don't know why you okay. don't know what you've done to like engender such kind behavior, but like everyone here treats you super nice. Okay. Um, so Audrey will come over and she'll be like, "Oh, come with me, sweetheart." Oh, Augustine. Isn't uh, Yeah, use is it, yeah, yeah. Audrey. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. Augustine will walk well. over to Audrey and uh, grab her hand very gently. Come this way, sweetheart.
1: Oh, okay. And she'll yeah. follow.
0: And you'll follow. And she, along the way, she will grab another girl. Okay. Whose name you're not familiar with, but you've seen her here before. Mm-hmm. And she will lead you both to a side room. Okay. She'll walk past you, Phil, and take them into a room. Um, so you'll be able to feed if you like.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and feed. Uh, I have quite a lot of blood. Um, Looks like I have 11. I'll just take one I'm almost like I just need one to be like at my my limit so I'll just take one one dot
0: yeah so this girl will definitely take charge okay um it's weird for you as a kindred to have the person you're hunting sort of like it you know it's like it reminds you of a cat yeah like walks up and they like are pushing their ass into your hand Mm -hmm. so that you can pet them harder Mm -hmm. that's very much what's happening here like this girl is very used to being fed on Um, in fact, she looks like, you know, she's pale. She's Mm kind of like got like the typical rings. You would almost assume like looking at her, she's probably a drug addict, Mm -hmm. but you know, in that moment, like, oh, she's not. Yeah. She's a different type of drug addict. Okay. She's addicted to this.
1: So I'll, I'll feed off of her. Um, I don't know if you want me to roll or anything. Okay. I'll feed off of her. And then when we're, I'll lick the wound. And then when we're done, I'll just kind of, like, try to engage her in conversation a little bit, like, do you have any kids?
0: She will uh, kiss you, mm. and then she will leave. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: Audrey will kind of sit stunned? <laughs> she she she's... will,
0: unexpectedly, she will put her hands on your face, kiss you hard on the lips,
1: mm.
0: and disengage.
1: Audrey will just kind of sit there, like, surprised. Is Augustine still around? No. Okay. No. And then uh, she'll kind of, like, get up and... Brush yourself off yeah. the, and go this, back
0: out. For the two of you, it was very much like it was a process. It was like we have to like go through the hunt and engage in the process and you know, it's about an hour. She's like, eight minutes. It's over. <laughs> like, like you see the the like the stripper Bad comes out looking. and she's like beeline for somebody else. Just no fucks given.
1: Cool. All right. Easy for me. So I'll just go back out and join them and I'll I'll like to kind of be back to baseline to where I was before, like I'm not as agitated, um, at this moment. You're okay.
3: not blinking a whole bunch
0: anymore.
1: I'm not blinking a whole bunch. I'm like definitely seem like I've chilled out a little bit. I'm kind of more like standard Audrey. Great,
0: yeah. Okay, so the three of you will assemble back, yeah. um, sort of square one at the bar. I will uh, ask you, shoulder. You're looking tense. I'm glad how you handled that.
1: Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was well. Yeah, it was. It was a thing. But um, so the, the car. Uh, well, it has. Um, I got like three quarters of a tank of gas. So I think we should be good. And uh, um, I don't know. Like uh, what? Do, what? Do, what? Do, what do you guys want to do? Uh, do you want to stick around here, chill? I, I think. Uh, um, um, you know. Yeah, where are we going? What's what's, what's 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 up?
2: I don't know that we need to go anywhere. Um, I would like to send a couple messages to reach out to some other lead- gang leaders. And then uh, we need to wait for Mama Polari to get back.
1: Cool. And Audrey will um, walk off and start um, trying to walk behind the bar.
0: Yeah, Audrey's not allowed behind the bar.
1: Okay, well, uh, so when that becomes clear to her, she starts, she just goes into the women's restroom.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: And then when she gets in there, she starts wiping out the basins of the sink and making sure all the toilet paper's facing the right way. And she's doing the things that she realized she forgot to do at the Mm -hmm. office.
0: Okay, so Audrey goes to the restroom. And what the hell she's doing there's literally no reason to follow her there.
2: I'm not going to.
0: Um, um,
2: I am going to take note of the pattern that occurred at the Metro as well, though. Um, and then, <laughs> and then move on. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, you said you had to send some messages to some yeah, individuals? Yeah, so what
2: I would like to do, so I had some names of um, other gang leaders that I am aware of mm-hmm. in the Gary area, and I don't know it, which, if any of them, I have actual, like, contact information for. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume that I would at least from the perspective of if there are emergencies or other things like we need to like contact yeah. each other.
0: I mean, you um, can get a, if you have a phone number you can get a hold of them. Yeah. Um the thing about the the anarch movement especially in this area like there isn't really any formality mm-hmm. because it's not you know, it is a sect by necessity. Right. It is not a organized sect. Everybody runs their gang the way they think is the absolute right way. Mm-hmm. And for some of them, that means not running them out at all. Yeah. Um, especially like where you're at right now, the Sin Collective, that's not a name they gave themselves. That's a name they've acquired, right? So like they just hang out because they have mutual interests right. and they're, they have mutual desires. Some of them, however... Are like straight up like paramilitary organizations, right? right? <laughs> and for you, your biker gang is sort of like somewhere in the middle, right? right? You're you're a family and you can organize, right? So yeah, just depends.
2: Okay. So the the list of individuals that I have that you gave us information on previously, a sort of setup, um, was, uh. Juggler, who is sort of OG though and distanced himself from the movement currently.
0: Yeah, he... So Juggler is one of those weird conundrums because Juggler is the Anarch in Gary, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's... Everybody knows Juggler by name. However, Juggler spent a lot of time here without any other Anarchs Mm -hmm. or, or not a lot of Anarchs giving a shit and his sort of fight was against Modius. Like... Gary still technically has a prince. The problem is Juggler's been fighting that prince since before the nineties. Right. And so that's been his focus and he's extremely focused on that. So his reliability, especially in the last 10 years has really been called into question as more anarchs have, have filtered back into Gary. He's very focused on this prince who doesn't seem to have any power. And this prince like, he doesn't seem to have really any power. Like, nobody's fucking with Anarchs and Gary, which right. is why you, you've right. all. We all don't care. Right. 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 So, yeah, he's respected for what he's done, but also a lot of people are like, but what's he doing now?
2: Yeah. Okay. So then the others that I have are Germaine and the Nihilists, mm-hmm. who are together, um, the Free State Radicals, whose leader is somebody named Carlisle, mm-hmm. and the Maldives. Davis Mm -hmm. Commune Mm -hmm. um, who has a Cative leader whose name I didn't write down. Um, So if those are the three other sort of gang leaders that I'm aware of Phil is on sort of high alert about this Scourge thing
4: Mm -hmm.
2: and is very concerned and feels obligated to inform the rest of the Anarchs um, that this is happening. So she would send a semi-cryptic text if she has the ability to text those three individuals. So Jermaine specifically Carlisle and then this Mal Kate of, is it is I the Mel Davis. Name, I think her okay. name is Mel Davis,
1: yeah.
3: Mel okay. Davis of the Mel Davis comments. Okay, gotcha.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um so something along the lines of um possible new active <clears throat> Chicago threat. Um, limited information meet at sin question mark.
0: Okay. Yeah, so you'll uh, you'll send out um, your text. So um, you don't actually have a number for um, for Jermaine. Yeah. However, um, you you do have a number for uh, a gentleman named Genghis, um, and Genghis is uh, pretty pretty like well known, um, like old school punk. Like he is the stereotypical like giant. M- sort of muscle-bound leather jacket wearing like punk rocker from a different era and he's never changed his appearance so,
1: like, like the leads like that one of the guys from the misfits
0: So that's a very good thing think of it like that <laughs> yeah. he's he's tall he's built he wears a leather jacket he has a fucking safety pin through his nose mm-hmm. and he has a fucking tattoo of a knife on his face right like right in the middle of his forehead he is a shit kicker um whose name is not too far off from, like, conceptually who he is.
2: Can I have another note sheet?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I have a folder.
2: I need to reorganize this nonsense. <laughs> what
4: time is it? How long did that
2: take? Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so I will then let Genghis know... Um, on behalf of Jermaine, basically, and then uh, Carlisle and Mel Davis.
0: Okay. So, uh, you will get a text message um, back from Genghis almost immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I'll I'll try to make my way to Sin. um, I'll spell
2: Sin with Uh S-I-N, by the way, not the actual club name, just for purposes of assuming people are monitoring our communications. Not that I think that that matters, but
0: how's it spelled? This club this is is the club S-Y is yeah, S Y N N. Yeah, S, S- Y N N. I did not spell it that way in minutes. That's okay. As long the as you know. The only reason oh, yeah, I, I know yeah, is because he said it. Oh yeah, so.
3: definitely. I just must have not be paying attention. So yeah, like, so I spelled it the right way, just so they don't spell it the right way. Like, Wait, what are you talking <laughs> about?
0: Um. Yeah. So you'll you'll get a text message back from him. Um, that seems to be all you get. Okay. Um, yeah, the, uh, the free state radicals, uh, are, a, a group of individuals you don't seem to get any text message back from. Same thing with, uh, Maldavis Commune.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but it doesn't matter. You get, you get one text back.
1: Who's the text that she gets back from?
0: From Genghis.
1: From Genghis. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's not long after... Um, in fact, a very short time, like 15 minutes later, um, you will see this gentleman walk in who I described, Mm -hmm. um, again, large, um, pair of blue jeans, uh, denim ripped up at the knees, uh, a pair of combat boots with the laces untied, um, a leather jacket with all kinds of like bands and artwork and like, just like, it's a, an old, like think 1990s industrial revolution north side of Chicago, KMFDM fan type uh-huh. of person, right? Like, that's who fucking walks in the door. Uh, with him, you will see a, a smaller individual, um, smaller in stature, um, a African-American kid um, who you will know of as i uh, pull up my notes here real quick. because. Rain doesn't work well. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Damien. We will we will recognize him as Damien.
2: And Genghis uh, is spelled. How one spells mm-hmm. Genghis?
0: No, Genghis is actually spelled a little oddly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's spelled. Well, actually, I think it is spelled the right way. But it's G E N G I S. I think normally has an H. Somewhere.
2: There's an H
0: somewhere in there. Yeah, it's a no H in this one.
2: And I'm sorry,
0: you said Damien. Yep,
1: yeah, Damien. Damien is one of those well-known Anarchs in the area.
0: Yeah, Damien is really well-known in the anarch um, arenas. Um, he um, was embraced young, so he—you'd put him at like probably about the age of fifteen. Okay. You know, he's definitely not fifteen, and he is a skinny, scrappy little fella.
1: So about this, so about fifteen minutes has passed, right? So yeah. about the time that they they come in audrey will come out of the women's restroom and start to just kind of like sit at the bar or she's just kind of like hanging on the periphery of phil and elliot maybe like not like she's directly going to be involved in conversation with them
0: well we need to get to you okay sorry so 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 am i am i in the bathroom you're in the bathroom sorry my bad no totally fine sorry storyteller totally fine okay totally okay (laughs) Um, scrubby,
1: scrubby, scrub, scrubby dooby doo.
0: Right, so you're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. These guys will walk in. The little, and I use the term little loosely because he's small of stature, but he's big of personality. Mm-hmm. He walks in. He's like, "What's up, bitches? Daddy's home." Who's g-? and he starts throwing singles. <laughs> Fucking obnoxious. This is
1: Genghis. No, no this, is, this is this is Damien. Damien. Okay.
0: Right, so Damien is known for when you piss him off, he's. He was, he's the one voted most likely in anarchic circles to throw a car at you. Um, and I don't mean that in any way jokingly. Mm-hmm. Somehow he's real fucking strong and it doesn't make any sense. So, everybody kind of knows, don't get on his bad side, humor him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he comes in, starts throwing dollar bills. People, ignore him.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but they'll walk up and um Genghis will will walk directly to you. That's where I'll pause with you guys for a moment. Mm. You, yes, are cleaning, yes, and um you're you you're sort of guys, like trying to like frantically
1: mm-hmm.
0: like fix what you forgot to do, right um, and you'll hear a voice come from one of the stalls, okay, and it's a sort of quiet male voice. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to talk to me?
1: Audrey will. Kind of stop cleaning and like mid swipe, <laughs> and she'll like just be very scared. Uh, this is the women's room. I think you, um, um, and she's just like frozen. I
0: feel like we're well beyond the male female dynamic.
1: And then it'll start to be clear to her.
0: Doesn't really apply to us, does it?
1: And she'll turn to the to to the. To the sound of the voice and she'll slowly like walk towards the stall she thinks it's coming from.
0: I wouldn't wouldn't open the door.
1: She'll stop. She won't open I'm
0: not the door. quite ready to see you see me. Jason? You could call me that.
1: Okay, so Audrey will be like, I I just I thought I heard you, at church, and then Casey said you were her friend. And I just...
0: Well, I'm the son, so of course I like the daughter. But you know, you know she's not really there, right?
1: She's really there for me?
0: I guess that's what counts.
1: Why do you talk to her?
0: I talk to her because the spirits come to me sometimes.
1: What do you want with her?
0: I don't want anything with her.
1: Well, don't hurt her.
0: I don't think I could.
1: What do you. What do you. I, I just wanted to talk to you to make sure that we understood each other, that I protect her, and she is a really good girl, so don't you do anything to hurt her.
0: The son would never do anything to hurt the mother.
1: Why do you keep calling yourself the son? I'm not your mother.
0: Oh, but you're a mother.
1: I mean, you,
0: you Are you lost like I was?
1: I think we're all lost, Jason.
0: I'm not lost anymore. I found myself.
2: Through the church?
0: Yes, the church has opened my eyes quite clearly. Before I was something else, but now now I'm clear. <laughs>
1: Sorry, out of character. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't get clear. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm
1: clear. <laughs> I was like, all right, a moment here. Uh, well, I just okay. Well, I just want you to know that you're you are not alone, and I can I can hear you. And when you are ready to talk to me face to face, maybe we can help each other.
0: Why do you think it is me that needs to be ready to talk to you? You are not ready to talk... Well, I suppose you are ready to talk to me. I'm... You know, aren't I? am are not you are not ready to see me yet. Because I don't think you're ready to see yourself.
1: I... I... I can... I mean, I have Windex. I can see myself just
0: fine. That's, I don't... That's not what I mean.
1: Well, why are you... Listen... This is why I fucking left Milwaukee, because everybody was always talking in riddles. Like, I get it that there's stuff that I'm not going to understand right away, but, you know, I'm doing my best over here, so if you want to cut the shit and just kind of, like, talk to me face to face, that's fine. And I'm sorry I'm raising my voice. I'm not mad at you, honey, but, like, for real, I can't deal with this shit on a night to night basis and still do everything I need to do to make sure that Casey's taken care of.
0: I'm sorry, mom.
1: It's okay. I didn't mean to snap listen why why don't why don't
0: please don't be mad at the son
1: I'm I'm not mad at you' I'm, it's okay I'm not mad I, I'm I'm just frustrated because I don't understand what you need me to do
0: just, just be there for me mom all
1: right I, I'm here
0: you will feel no presence in the room any longer
1: okay so he's gone
0: it, you you you'll talk you'll okay. continue to talk but like you'll feel like he's gone You're, you don't you don't feel, you know, like when the TV's on in the room, yeah, and you're like, nothing's on the TV. I can't see anything on the TV. If right. I feel the TV on. You feel the TV turn off. Yeah, you don't know what that means, but if you feel like he's not there anymore, okay. Also, you don't know how the hell he's not there.
1: Yeah. Um. So I'll just kind of very slowly push open the stall door.
0: Yeah, it's totally empty.
1: Okay. Audrey just will kind of like, she'll like be kind of like frustrated and like a little like indignant, but then she's just like, she turns around and sees herself in the mirror and she just like looks, sees her face, and like it just like, she kind of like,
0: just it's gets at that a, point you realize like when you came in here, you just didn't want to be alone. Yeah. Like whatever that person, mm-hmm. individual, whatever, whatever that thing mm-hmm. that you didn't see was offering you and the, you know, possibility mm-hmm. of conversation, it's not as good as what was going on out there with, like, with your, with your family, mm-hmm. with the people that you know and love, that you know, love you.
1: Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, Audrey would just kind of like, she would, like, if she... She has a high enough humanity that I feel like she would, does she? She does that, like the instinct would be there to kind of get teary-eyed. Like looking at herself in the mirror kind of mm-hmm. stirs an emotion in her that's yeah. like part guilt, part sadness, part anger. Yeah, and so she starts to tear up just a little bit.
0: Well, so you or like she
1: feels like she is, but yeah, she's probably not yeah. actually.
0: So, so Audrey would definitely like she would remember what that felt like, Mm-hmm. and then. She would realize in that moment by herself looking in the mirror and knowing that there's nothing in the room and that quite possibly there may have never been anything in the room and that may have all been inside of her head that she can't actually feel those emotions anymore. Okay. That's that's the real kicker of it. Like you you want to cry. Mm-hmm. You would like the release of, of of a good cry, but you can't. Yeah. Because it's not there.
1: Yeah. And that just makes her even, like, more sad and hopeless feeling. Mm -hmm. So she'll just kind of, like, you know, wad up the paper towel and throw it in the bin, and then go back out to the bar. And then, like, when everybody, if anyone notices her coming back out into the main area, she just looks like, tired. Like, she looks like someone physically exhausted who's either just walked for days, like, she's so emotionally drained, she looks physically tired.
0: Okay. Well, so back outside for the two of you, uh, this, you know, very large gentleman and the very small gentleman, uh, the two of them will walk up, um, and, uh, Genghis will lean in, slap his hand on the bar, order a beer, (laughs) a beer, bartender will come over and set the beer down. Um, and, uh, Damien will look at the two of you sort of, you know, stack of dollar bills in his hand. Um, kind of wearing clothes that were a pretty like outdated, like 98 ish, you know, the like the baggy jeans and like the, uh, the, like the Bulls jersey, um, with like the white t shirt under it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll be like, What y'all bitches want? What, what's going on? Y'all having some problems with the, with the Camarilla?
2: <laughs> well, no more than all of us are, but I think that who, who's still all in the bar? Just people. Can I have him hear us?
0: Sure, absolutely. He oh, doesn't seem to have any regard yeah, okay. for
2: that. So, uh, not any more than any of us, but uh, I think maybe we should uh, adjourn to a private room.
0: Oh, you want to get down like that? <laughs> we can go private with this? Alright, cool. Genghis will take his beer. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll begin to put, you know, he'll, he'll, move, he'll move to a table. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, you guys will will sit down.
1: So before everybody sits down, Audrey Mm kind of just, like, takes the corner of her shirt and just, like, wipes the table off really quickly. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's, like, ring stains and stuff, and she's, like, not about that life. Okay. Did did you want to get Angus a coaster? Like, what are you doing? I just, uh, okay, yeah. Coasters, everybody coasters. So she goes back to the bar and gets coasters and then kind of, like, flips them out.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like, like Damien doesn't seem to notice or give a shit as he sits down. Um and uh like Genghis kinda like gives the icy blue eyeball. Like, okay. <laughs> right. We all have one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We like, have that
0: yeah, communication. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Mine's here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, me too.
0: <laughs> so they'll sit down. Um right. Damien will kick his feet up on the table. Mm-hmm. Which is very disrespectful. Um, but he'll be like, All right, how can Damien help everybody? What was What's going on? Y'all having some, <laughs> some camera roll problems tonight? Y'all, you got somebody you need me to fuck up?
2: I'll talk more. So I won't I won't attempt, I'm not gonna intentionally be disrespectful mm-hmm. to Damien but I'm gonna talk to Genghis. Mm-hmm. Um We were in Chicago tonight at a concert intending to feed and um, Mama Valeri came to me worried about a member of her gang who had disappeared a few nights ago. Uh, interestingly, I had somebody who has uh, disappeared as well last night. Anybody, He'll
0: nod any, his head.
2: Anybody in your gang not around?
0: Damien will speak up. Baby girl, don't nobody disappear from our motherfucking gang, okay? When when people from our gang disappear, that's because they sent in the fucking the airstrike to bomb the fucking place, okay? Nobody fucking disappeared from us. So, we didn't come to tell you about our woes. We came to offer you help. Who you need fucked up?
3: I'm going to be looking at all the uh, non-vampires in the room to see if anybody eavesdrops, but mostly I'm just basking in Davian's
0: presence. <laughs> to be quite honest, <laughs> to be quite honest, <laughs> like, <I> like <laughs> people here, again, as I've described mm-hmm. before, they seem to be regulars who are into um, loose-moral women. Mm-hmm and aren't particularly interested in the other patrons. Yeah. Um, but its yeah, it has is, it is gotten later in the evening. So it's about 3 o'clock in the morning by now. And people are sort of like filtering out anyways.
1: Mm-hmm. So Audrey is very dis- trying oh, oh, to-
0: Also, I didn't describe this. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I didn't describe this. There's awful music playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> it actually is relatively difficult for people to understand you. I understand your reticence. Um, because you're talking about vampire shit. Mm-hmm. That's not a good thing. So people have also gone missing, so I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. so, no, so it doesn't... I it, think it, it, that's valid. It doesn't, it doesn't seem, and I'm not going to give you a roll because mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to... No spoilers here, but it doesn't seem like anybody gives a shit. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Audrey, while this conversation's happening, is trying to very discreetly and as politely as possible scooch one of the coasters under Damien's shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. So... Before I respond to Damien's statement Uh um,
3: Anytime Damien says something ridiculous Let's go
2: When I (sighs) said that (laughs) Did Genghis respond at all?
0: Um, Could you give me a uh, Just a straight perception roll At a difficulty of 8 Actually perception Is empathy still a thing? Yes it is Yeah. Yeah, Give me a perception plus empathy roll uh, At a difficulty of 7
2: Motherfuck no.
0: <laughs> Genghis seems highly contemplative of what you're saying.
3: Okay.
0: He seems to be a deliberate individual. Do you want to roll? Do you care? Uh, sure. Yeah, I actually. Can I roll? You Emp- can empathy empathy. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, shit, I'm actually. sorry, I didn't. What even What am I ask doing? You. Empathy. Yeah, perception plus empathy.
1: Oh, I'm gonna get this. Mama's what's got. What's your
0: what's your pool?
1: My pool is one, two, three, four, five. Six seven
0: eight. <laughs> do you do you want to roll or do you just want to know the answer? Can
1: I just know the answer?
0: Yeah. So Genghis is a follower. Okay. And he has no opinion about anything because basically he does what he's told. Okay. And doesn't really have um any he doesn't have a modus operandi because mm-hmm. he's not he's not the thinker. He's not the leader.
1: Okay. And okay, so
0: Genghis is Genghis is looking for someone of strong opinion to inform his.
1: Okay, so Audrey's going to kind of stop scooching the thing Uh under um, uh, Damien's heels, and she's going to turn to Phil and be like, I think Damien, Mr., I'm just going to call you Damien. This guy is the guy. So...
0: Fuck yeah, I am.
1: So if, if we need a thing... He's the one.
0: Fuck yeah, yeah.
1: And then she'll kind of throw up her hand for like a pop, high five. yeah,
0: he'll be like and, Yeah, and maybe high, high five, five you. Please, somebody knows what the fuck is going on here. No offense, sister. And
1: I'm then she saying. and then she feels like she's developed a rapport, so she just kind of like lifts up his mm-hmm. shoes and puts the coaster under.
0: Um, so this is a child that was raised without a mother. That's the impression you get of him.
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> so, um, you know you're your words are probably pretty accurate because mm-hmm. uh, the airstrike might be coming oh. in that we're... I, I have good reason to believe that the prince is named a scourge and he's abducting
0: people. Buck, Buck is a scourge.
2: <laughs> so, Audrey will kind of look at Phil
1: and Elliot and be like, can I explain? Like, she'll give him that look oh, like... Oh,
3: please do, sweetheart.
1: So, apparently, like, a scourge is like... Like, okay, do you remember when you were in school and there was, like, the worst principal? Yep. That's like the Scourge, except this
0: principal is going to fucking eat you. Donald Stevenson was his name. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him.
1: Fuck him, right? Except Donald Stevenson can eat you.
0: How the fuck are you going to eat Damien? Nobody can eat fucking Damien. Without his permission. Well, so... He can eat me. He can eat me. He'll point at his... Genitals unceremoniously. Yeah. He could eat me. How the fuck he gonna eat me?
1: I mean, I wish I could explain it better, but I don't know. But apparently, like, so we were. So all right. You guys... So
0: all right. So so motherfucker, like he eat people. He run around. He eat people. That's cool. What the fuck that got to do with me?
2: Well, he scourges someone specifically named and unnamed by a prince to deal with and however you would like to phrase that problems that the prince doesn't want
0: known uh which is all of us Genghis will lean in and he'll sort of whisper talk into Damien's ear the thin-blooded types you know like what they call me and my people and uh Damien will be he'll have this like moment of realization oh oh a scourge. All right. I know what you're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. This bitch-ass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, this guy
2: apparently has, mm-hmm. like,
1: who snatched...
0: Well, who the fuck is he? I'll just go kill him.
2: Well, so his... What was his name? We believe his name is Rustin.
1: So, I guess... Like
0: it, like Teddy Ruxpin?
1: No, like Rusty, but with an N at the end. Rustin. Sound, sound like a
0: bitch-ass name to me.
1: It's definitely, like, I think what you would call a white boy name. hmm But I think... He he hangs Genghis out at he he'll, he'll hang he hangs out at like a, a hospital or something in Chicago, but there's a bunch of like uh um, well I think he said I I'm sorry I don't know if this is like a bad term but but yeah he said some like a lot of the like a couple thin bloods went missing mm-hmm. and like it's pretty consistent like like what's Mama Paroli and then like one of your guys um she'll point at Phil one of, so, one of her guys clarification
2: mm-hmm. uh. Shorty's a Bruha.
0: Uh yes, he is. Right. Yeah, Shorty is a Bruha.
2: And then so from this perspective, define thin blooded. Because when I think of thin blooded mm-hmm. as used by vampires, higher it generation. Means caitiff
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. So okay. so it can mean that. But okay. um the way that the the elders would would mean it, mm-hmm. the way that it would be pushed in a sort of propaganda nature, mm-hmm. would be certainly caitiff mm-hmm. Um or those of a higher generation. Okay. Right? Like yeah. There's too many of you feeding on our people, so we're not going to be able to feed, so we need to kill you. Yeah. Right? Like, okay. overpopulation.
1: Nobody is, hunts from the it, king's deer. It is, honestly, <laughs>
0: honestly, it's it's from actually, here, we'll do this. We'll do this the smart way. Um, everybody can roll your intelligence plus your politics. Um, difficulty Maybe eight, I'll
2: roll better than the rest of the evening.
0: Difficulty of eight because you are not organizationally in the know.
2: Eight? No, not
1: better got, than the rest okay. of the evening. Two successes. Do you have any
0: specialties? Me? Yeah. In what? Any of those things that N- would apply.
1: No, in intelligence or politics, no.
0: Okay. So, um, for one, um, you would know that, um, like... Audrey? The, Audrey
1: would know? No, oh, no. Elliot. So, okay. So
0: Elliot would know that the Scourge is kind of, um... It's definitely, like, a political position that's just meant to, like, sort of go after those that, um... Are uh, like maybe like trying to wrest power from like the elders. Like it's sort of like a catch-all term. Mm -hmm. It sort of gives like carte blanche to like one individual to kill. Mm -hmm. With it's like giving the prince's right of destruction to like somebody else. So it's very poorly defined. Mm -hmm. For you,
4: Mm
0: -hmm. you have a, a little bit deeper knowledge. It is that in some way, but it's more the scourge would sort of comb the outskirts of the domain Mm -hmm. of of a prince. Mm -hmm. And those that are unacknowledged, those that don't come to pay fealty to the prince,
4: Mm
0: -hmm. um, or those of like a higher generation Mm -hmm. who maybe don't know or don't understand the politics of the sect, that's who the Scourge would kill.
1: Okay, and then clarification for the player. Um, We've all kind of heard the word of mouth about Kevin Jackson kind of putting out like, hey all the Anarchs uh, out there are now the enemy of the state, and if they're not acknowledged and they're not Camarilla, like, do I know about that?
0: Interestingly enough, it doesn't really seem like there has been word from Kevin Jackson per se, Mm -hmm. but rumor has it across every fucking, every Anarch message board, every clubhouse that the Camarilla as a whole has deemed not only the, the Bruja clan as anathema, but also the Anarchs in general. They said mm-hmm. you don't want to come and kneel, then then fuck you, die.
1: Okay. So this is what I'll say. So given the information that I have, and first before I don't want to like take over. Do either of you guys want to like comment on this before Audrey jumps in? Uh, no. Okay. All right. So I'll I'll say, um, Mr. Damien, like what happened is is you know how like basically the Camarilla is out to get all Anarchs. Well, when this dude Kevin Jackson took over Chicago, it seems like he's actually moving on that now. And so this Scourge is picking up caitiff but also Bruja, that he thinks are um of not enough value, that he thinks are thin blooded or he finds threatening. And like like my my like leader, one of her gang, who I think is of your clan,
4: mm-hmm.
1: we think got snatched along with a couple of these other caitiff And so even though like no disrespect, your crew is all Tight right now, but like it's a very real possibility that in the next couple of nights, someone could get snatched if you've got like a thin blood because that's what this guy's probably after. More to the point,
2: I don't think the Scourge cares from the perspective of your thin bloodedness if you're an anarch. And that's my concern. Yeah, like we could all be in trouble.
0: So, um, Genghis will uh, he'll blink and he'll um, he'll kind of. Like nod his head ever so slightly, and uh, he'll he'll start to talk. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like when Loden was prince, basically like if you were unacknowledged by his princeliness, you just send Balthazar to come kill you.
1: Yeah, I wasn't around them, but that sounds bad.
0: yeah, and technically he's not by their laws, he's not wrong. He's a fucking asshole, but he's not wrong. Damien will pipe up. You know, I didn't think KJ was gonna be like that, but, like, if bitch-ass KJ wanna come and, like, start, like, waxing motherfuckers, I mean, yeah, you, you right. Maybe we, we should probably get involved. Alright, like, well, what you need?
2: Well, right now, I just need everybody to know, because um, I don't want anybody else to get abducted, but, uh it seems as though there's a chance that this scourge is not just alright, often people, um, but rather saving them to maybe torture and consume them, literally. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: um, Do you remember, Sheriff? So, uh, how long has your character been in the Chicagoland area? Well, like as a Bruja, how long I'm, have you been embraced? That's that's the best
2: question. Uh, how long did I say that I decided that? So let me see. Mm-hmm. About ten years.
0: Okay, so no, you wouldn't. You, you you really wouldn't. Like you've heard the you've heard the term, like like Balthazar rings a bell because yeah. he's a like he had a reputation, but like you really wouldn't have experienced much interaction with him. Being like not spending a lot of time in the yeah. area, um, so he'll ask you that.
2: Uh, no, I wasn't me yet.
0: All right. Well, so um, he like he was he was one of ours. You know what I mean but like apparently he fucking hated us or some shit because back in the day he used to prey on Anarchs um pretty heavily like I think to prove to like to like his prince that he was like he was down so he would come at us and you know we we would lose like he would straight like murk motherfuckers like in the street so, but he, he is apparently gone now. However, like the shit you describing seems very, um, it seems, seems like it rings a bell. You and know what I mean? this
2: is the old sheriff? I'm asking this yeah, character. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah.
0: That, that's the, so the old sheriff, um, he was known either by the term sheriff. mm mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, he was the first one that mm-hmm. they ever wrote, so they just called him sheriff. Um, <laughs> or by his name, which was Balthazar mouth cowboy brew. Yeah, so um, like serious shit kicker, cowboy hat, like come down and and, and just whoop on you type a type of individual, and so um, he had a reputation very distinctly for being super anti-anarch, super anti bruja Well, um, <laughs> turns out, um, you know, he's apparently dead. But um, Damien says this rings very true to his his mo. So, I don't know, like, I'm not I'm not in, like, we don't spend too much time in the city, because, like, I mean, let's be honest, we are kind of at war, and also, um, he'll do one of these, you know, the boss, he, like, he can't really go too many places, mm-hmm. like, so that's why, like, we kind of go where we go, mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll kind of chuckle, um, but, yeah, I mean, if there's, like, if there's anything that we can do to assist more than happy to
2: sure at the moment i just want everybody to know but we're my plan is to probably not this evening since it's getting light um to get more information as much as we can and then yeah we probably will need help
0: yeah so if you need anything like you can always go to the pizza shop and he'll kind of like give you that like the you should know what that means eyeball Mm -hmm. um and uh, i'll just give it to you um the pizza shop would be like the place where they hang out like, okay. the pizza shop, in quotes.
1: Remind me which gang they're part of again.
2: Nihilists.
0: They are the Nihilists. This is the Nihilists. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, it's at that point, there will be a little bit of a hubbub at the front of the, the club, and mm-hmm. you'll see Mama Polari and and others walk in. <laughs> the hubbub is like, they're not like, oh, we're having a blast. Like, they just walk in. and mm-hmm. like, People talking loud. Right. Um, but it seems to be her and um, the rest of her little collective nothing locked so I can hide it from y'all um so she has with her um so it's just her and one other female and then um uh, a couple of individuals that you know to be retainers of hers um she has a uh, the other uh, kindred that's with her um she uh She is very nondescript looking. Um, That is because you know she is always hiding her appearance somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not really sure, like, none of you here have Obfuscate. You can pick her out because she always wears like a pink carnation. I do have obvious Oh, you do have obvious skin. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So so you you have a greater understanding. You like you you know like she's doing something tricky to manipulate her appearance. So mm-hmm. like she facially, she never really ever appears the same, but like her clothing is pretty much always the same. Right. She goes by the name China doll. Okay. Um she is uh she's a clan she Nosferatu. Okay. It's the eve of Gehenna, and all hell is about to break loose. The Sabat are sweeping the East Coast, and ancient canites rise from Torpor. White Wolf celebrated their revised edition of Vampire the Masquerade with a classic clan novel saga. Now, that celebrated collection has been beautifully reprinted by Crossroad Press. Collect all 13 officially licensed novels and revisit the world of darkness you remember so fondly. Check out the Dark Ages reprints, too. Go to CrossroadPress.com, Amazon, and other major retailers for paperback and ebook. That's Crossroad press.com where were you on the night in question i'll never forget where i was i was covered in blood fighting for my life while the sabbat ran wild all around me I was digging my way out of the mass grave with the other shovelheads. I was reborn to the Sword of Cain, experiencing the most outrageous and immersive LARP of my life. This year, the night in question will be even bigger, better, and bloodier. Join special guests from LA by Night, Jason Carl, Alexander Ward, and more, along with White Wolf alumni, Justin Achille. Jackalope LARP presents November 16th, 2019, Austin, Texas. The night in question. For more information, go to jackalope-larp That's jackalope-larp.com. Where will you be on the night in question?
1: So we left off that Mama Polari just came back to Sin, accompanied by several retainers and China Doll. Mm -hmm. Who I recognize... Who I think we all commonly know is a Nosferatu.
0: It's known, yes. Yeah,
1: but I kind of see that she's using something to like make her face. Yeah, slick. she
0: she always has. Like um, that's 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 something that's pretty well known.
1: Yeah, and it's probably like and I, I I probably don't realize that it's a thing that I could ever do, but it's like a thing I recognize because I yeah. only have one dot.
0: Of well, Afiske. yeah. So the way off skate works. have a cult for. Very simply is that it it sort of tricks your mind mm-hmm. into ignoring the the. Things that you're looking at, right? so uh, it's not invisibility,
1: right? It's, Out of character comment. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like, based on the mechanics of how that works,
0: mm-hmm.
1: since it's tricking your mind, mm-hmm. it seems like it would be you would have it would be extra hard to trick certain Malkavians, since they have like weird perception and like That's their true. minds are already kind of screwed up anyway.
0: That's why individuals with aspects are able to better see through it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because you're you have you have a better attunement to the world around you, right. you know, through a sensation. You know, perspective, so yes, you do, and how that relates is you okay. Get okay.
1: Sex, right? Oh, gotcha. So that's like the the mechanic behind why we can kind of see through it. Indeed. Understood. Yes. Thank and you. You have
3: to make an active effort to try to
0: pierce off. Thank right, you for giving right. me. It, it is obfuscate is not. I put on a mask and right. I look like the same person, right? When you are using your obfuscate, especially like with Mask of a Thousand Faces, you can try to replicate a specific appearance, which is much more challenging because then i'm tricking everyone's mind around me to believe i look like a certain thing right Right. so one thing that you should always avoid yeah is going i just put on my normal mask right because that 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 gives the impression that there is a mask that you can wear and it's called obfuscate that's not what it is you can try to replicate an appearance Mm -hmm. and you will have a varying degree of success Depending on the successes of your role,
1: that was Obfuscate One Hundred and One by Nathan Seaver.
3: How does that work? Yeah, that's why, <laughs>
0: yeah. Like people will actively avoid walking into you,
1: that's
3: right? Not invisible. It's just your mind is going, nope, don't go, don't just block that yeah. Out. right, yeah. Which is what I try to explain to new players. I try to get in that half Obfuscate. I'm like, doesn't right. make you invisible. Like you can still be seen by a camera.
1: I think that that's one yeah. one thing where you can tell someone who learned the game by playing Bloodlines because that's not how it manifests sure. in that video game. Also,
0: also, you can usually tell based on, like, how somebody, like, if they learn to play LARP, because LARP mm. is very much like, you know, I have a card, and that card has a power on it, mm. and that's how, you know, it's like, I put a mask on, I now have mask, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. you know, I'm, I'm in obfuscate because of how my arms are crossed, right? Right. Yeah. Like, but it's more than that, and unfortunately, when you don't have a storyteller player intimacy like this... You don't really get to explore that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I'm an skate. that's my thing. One of
3: my biggest pet peeves is in a LARP when someone's walking around an gate and they walk into a room where someone's having a private conversation to go, you know, off-specs to see if I see anybody. It's like, why would you? Right. Yeah. You have no reason. Or they change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> Met- metagame. Yeah, it's just. It's I mean, hard. It's hard, it's not, hard to not
1: to do that. Yeah, like I'm not blaming
3: people. You know, mm-hmm. there,
1: there was like one time at LARP where my character was like doing some shit, and then Anna came in and obfuscated and I was like, God damn it! I gotta keep talking about the same thing.
0: Because <laughs> 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 right. how do you separate the player from the the character? Right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, in this scenario, it's great because I can just be like, that person was in the room the whole time, and you never knew mm-hmm. because I never gave you any hints as mm-hmm. to like that you should look for a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. If I was like. You get a weird feeling this whole time mm-hmm. that you're in this room. That you could take that as a as like a cue, like yeah. oh, I, I'll use my aspects and see if I can find anybody, yeah, or not, depending mm-hmm. on your character, right? right? But if like I was a guy in the room, it was like you get a weird feeling, <clears throat> You'd be like I'm gonna like well, where is it, you know? So yeah, yeah,
1: okay, cool.
0: So they walk in. That is where we are. What's next? Uh, well, uh,
2: so I will attempt to catch uh, Mama Polari's eye.
0: Yeah, so obviously they'll walk in, they'll see you, um, and she will walk over to where you're assembled, um, and she'll introduce herself. Everybody, uh, how are things? Any any luck? Any info? I
2: think that uh, there is a scourge.
0: Okay, that's that's probably the case too. I I, I think that. Um, China has some additional information too, but um, uh, you might want to speak with her individually.
2: Sure. Um. I mean, I don't have anything else. I'm for you, the south an, side. Nihilus. I mean, thank you for coming. If you get a hold of anybody else or see anybody else in your nightly activities, just I mean let them know. Okay. Or if you hear anything about this, Rusted.
0: Uh, Damien will, he'll kind of shake his head it's at that point you will see um, like Polari, she'll kind of like lean in um, and say, you know, oh yeah, thank you all for coming and she'll shove his feet off of her table mm-hmm. I really appreciate how much respect you give my place of business so you're all welcome anytime and she'll look at Damien with a sort of like, like a sternful look, like, get your feet off of my fucking tables um, and uh, Damien will be like yeah, whatever, and he'll fucking get up and he'll you know, he'll go walking towards the exit yeah, let us know if you need anything besides, like, strippers and watered-down fucking booze and, uh, he and Genghis will take their exit I told him to avoid the south side
3: that's apparently where he patrols
2: yeah, of Chicago
0: okay yeah, Yeah, Damien will give you, like, the he won't turn around he'll give you, like, the peace sign, like wow and I'll I liked it.
1: What time is it out of character?
0: About three o'clock.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. If I mean I I'll probably need a moment to, to center myself after being presented with someone who assuredly fucks shit up regularly <laughs> <laughs> and simultaneously be thankful that he's not at- associated with me. Um and go talk to China.
0: Okay.
1: And then I'll kind of just, like, take the corner of my sleeve and, like, scrub off the part of the table that is steeper.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, so um, the uh, the female that um, Polary is with um, that goes by the name of China Doll, um, she is uh, despondent would be, I guess, the proper word for it. Like, she's not much of a talker, um, but she'll walk off uh, into the restroom. Mm-hmm. Uh into the woman's room and that's where she'll be. I'll just follow her. Okay.
1: I think uh I, I don't my character doesn't really have like uh any particular direction or anything right now. She's kind of uh-huh. accomplished everything she needed to for the night. So she'll just kind of like continue to sit at the table and Okay hang out.
3: Uh seeing her walk to the bathroom and Audrey being Audrey. Uh, I'm going to listen to the shit music and probably make my way up and just start dancing, okay? As if I'm performing, but it's just for me, really.
0: Yeah, right now that uh, that song, that King of Wishful Thinking song, is playing,
3: and the whole time I'm just kind of keep an eye
0: on the room. That song, yeah. And
3: uh,
1: in character, is that supposed to mean something to me? Because nope, out of character, not it at does. All.
0: It's not supposed to mean anything to you in character at all. It's just that's the song that's playing right now.
1: But out of character, uh huh. Rachel's familiar with how Nate has used that song before. Uh-huh. So I take notice of that song playing right now.
0: Okay. In character. Okay. Okay.
1: So I'm making a mental note. Do I feel weird about anything? Is there anything weird?
0: No. Do really I
1: have right. any kind of weird feelings or just that song's playing? No,
0: just that song's playing. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to remember that that song was playing. Okay. I'm letting you know that Audrey, like, recognizes that okay. that song is playing.
0: So do you guys know what song I'm talking about? Nope. Okay, so it's called The uh, King of Wishful Thinking. Um, by Go West. Yeah,
1: I'm over uh, you. Na-na-na-na. I have wishful yeah, yeah, thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I tell myself, I'm, I'm over
3: you. Da, da, I don't know that song at all. Oh. <laughs> you're you're
4: <laughs> not
1: worse off for it. I,
3: I
0: prefer this version. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. YouTube it. Um, yeah, so um, that song <laughs> is definitely playing. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm dancing to amuse myself. And it doesn't I'm seem to make a fucking difference because it's just a shitty song and a bar full of shitty songs that yep. I've been playing all night. Yep. Um, Hopefully they
2: don't pump the music into the bathroom.
0: No, they don't.
2: <laughs> Good. I prefer bars that don't.
0: They don't have the money. For oh that. god,
3: I prefer it. Hearing people use the restroom is the worst. <laughs> it really
0: is. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so um, she will walk into the bathroom and uh, you'll come in closely behind her and first thing, like, she'll have her back to you um, and uh, the first thing that you will notice is that you can see in the mirror her face. As she's no longer adorned in the obfuscation that hid it from you. And it is quite fucking hideous. Um, it, is, it is indescribably inhuman in a way that there once was a face there. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the poster on the wall there. Like, yep. think that you cannot see, in all actuality, what's happening here. Mm-hmm. You can see the side here, um, and you can see that she is looking at herself in the mirror. Um, but she doesn't turn around to face you. So you don't get to see it, but she does. Um, and she'll just simply ask, What is it that you want to know?
2: I don't mean to intrude. I just assumed that you overheard Mama Blair letting me know Blairie letting me know that you might have some more information about this
0: scourge Oh, you mean you mean the one who calls himself Rustin yes I know that Rustin eats the homeless
2: no nope. I heard that as a rumor uh, I will count it as not a rumor now that I've heard it twice
0: <laughs> I have friends still amongst the homeless, and I know, I know his face, I've seen it, and I know he eats those people, and I know, um, he eats others, I think that what they know of the dead in Chicago is not the true number, it is not the true quantity and he is the cause of that.
2: So, I take it your information indicates that he has been here for a while?
0: He has been here for a long while. I do not know if he has if he has Angel, but I could tell you more about him. What would you like to know?
2: Do you know where his Haven or territory is?
0: Sure not say anything right away. Um, you're kind of like staring at her back um, and like the sort of patchiness of her hair that drapes down the back of her head. And the back of her head looks like it's just kind of like held on by taut skin. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> she isn't not answering you so much as she's just sort of looking at her face in the mirror and sort of just like observing all of the crevices of it um, and this will go on for it seems like 10 minutes but it's probably closer to like 30 seconds and she'll just ask you what, what was the question again?
2: Are you familiar with Ru- where Rustin's territory is? And I will now put this interaction in the same category as interactions with Audrey. <laughs> Fair um, enough. So
0: I do. I do know where it's at. It's at the hospital. Would you like me to take you there?
2: Not at the moment, no, but thank you. Could you in the future if. if we had a plan?
0: I could. Could you do something for me?
2: Depends on what it is, but yes.
0: It is dark there. I will have to walk in the light to get there.
2: Is it dark and full of terrors?
0: Yes, the night is dark and full of terrors. (laughs) Hey, I'm trying to run a game here. Sorry. Dial it down, okay? Thank you. Um, Professionalism. Yes, and scene. Um, (laughs) It is dark there. I would have to go in the light. It is a place where you can't go. So, in order for me to take you there, I would need something from you in return.
2: Are you discussing something now or something in the future?
0: All things in the future. You help me out, I help you out. Isn't that how this works? We help each other and together we become closer. Agree. I'm, I'm, she'll shake her head. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just so distracted. Uh, how does my dress look? She'll turn to face you and her face is utterly misshapen it is it is a terror i'll let you sort of devise that for yourself because you're probably not ever going to see her again as Mm -hmm. she starts to just straighten her clothing and her dress her dress looks like she was in a fire Mm -hmm. um it's like dirty and patchy and there's parts missing and she's doing a really good job to get straight i just i have to look good for the boys tonight if you're okay to help me out i'll help you out i'll help you out now You help me out later. How's my hair?
2: As a fellow member of the movement, uh, I don't feel like I need to outline specifically what we would owe you in the future. So certainly, if you were able to get us in to this hospital in a way that doesn't involve us going in the front door, uh, I'm sure we would all be very grateful, but I personally... Would be willing to help you out in the future.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to. We don't have to quantify it today. It's no big deal. She'll go back to looking at herself in the mirror and sort of straightening her like strands of, of fuzzy, unkempt hair. <sighs> so many brushes. <sighs> okay, I'm fine. All right. Yes. So, you tell me when you want to go, and I'll get the boys ready, and then we'll go.
2: It won't be this evening, but likely within the next one to two.
0: Okay, I don't think I have anything on the docket.
2: I will let you know. Would you like me to contact you through uh, Mama Polari or do you want to give me another way to contact you?
0: Uh, No, I'll get in touch with you. And she'll just look at you with her bulbous, unblinking eyes. (laughs) Sounds good. She'll, okay, well, woman likes to pee in peace.
2: I uh, I appreciate your time. I'll she'll, give you your
0: privacy. She'll go into one of the stalls and yeah. close the door. I will leave.
1: Um, Is it metagaming? <laughs> 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 if I request to invoke milk time
4: mm-hmm.
1: to, like, see if there's any message in the song. Or would this occur... Yeah, Is this a thing that you would recommend that I pick up on?
0: So... um, Because the
1: fact that you're telling me this song's playing makes me want to investigate it more Mm -hmm. as the player. But I don't know if my character would be totally oblivious.
0: Um... Let me see here real quick. Yep,
1: yep. And while you're doing that, I might just...
0: I, I could give you a perception plus awareness at a difficulty of 8.
1: Okay. Perception plus awareness a at a difficulty of eight. of 8. Well, I got good news and bad news. Uh-huh. The good news is is that my perception is 5. Uh-huh. And the bad news is is that my awareness is only 4. Oh, only? Only 4. Because <laughs> I'm an insightful motherfucker.
4: Thinking, I got an eight, thinking, I got a ten.
1: I got another ten. I got I got four successes.
4: Thinking, for, <laughs> <laughs> for the
0: intro
1: to this episode
0: you have to have it Yeah I actually have something made for it. Fantastic. Uh yeah, so um you 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 like you're like, what is with this song? Like the song makes you feel something very weird. Yeah. Oh, are you playing that?
1: Yeah. Should I not?
0: Um, no, you could play it.
1: Okay.
3: Only 30 seconds, Oka's copyright.
0: <laughs> well, for for as long as I don't put it on YouTube, yeah. nobody will give a shit. Gotcha. Let
1: me see if I can skip it ahead to the chorus. Oh, this is fine.
2: Uh,
3: uh, uh, Elliot can dance to this.
2: Bone. I feel very strongly about how Phil feels about the song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel strongly how me feels about this song. You. I, know I,
4: this is... I wish
0: I
3: hated it, but I don't, actually. Phil's
2: a little sad as she has to leave the um, bathroom of quiet... In solitude and go back into <laughs> to be, to be the totally, king of wishful thinking. To be
0: totally fair, from a character perspective for you and for Elliot, most likely, like, this is one of those songs where it really wouldn't even stand out to you at all, right? It oh, yeah. It's a completely no, no. unremarkable pop song. It, it like, that's, you would completely ignore it.
2: That's just, like... The noise, then just the noise. I right. think for Phil mm-hmm. is just like Ugh. Right.
0: For you, it oh, definitely God. means something. Okay. Um, you you definitely have, feel like the hair standing up on the back of your neck. Yeah. And it reminds you. I got of, four successes. It reminds you of camping, when okay. when you were, um, you were, it was probably what ninety three. Okay. And you were you were at a Girl Scout camp mm-hmm. and you were just out with your friends and like but like at night everybody wanted to go out into the woods mm-hmm. and they wanted to go out and play mm-hmm. because like all the 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 camp counselors were like asleep whatever you can barely remember but like there was this dread this like sense of like don't go out into the woods because there's something out there waiting for you mm-hmm. um but you don't know why it's making you feel that way
1: okay um should i use aspects or is this can I maybe like I get this sense of dread, so maybe like can I like I have aspects one uh-huh. at this point, so can I like pop that to see if there's anything I notice going on in the room or with any of the other kindred?
0: Sure. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll let you um, roll your perception plus your um, your awareness again.
1: I get all of my dice. <laughs> five
0: your mismatched pile of five,
1: dice. five okay and at a what of what
0: difficulty six Let's
1: Audrey dick out night
0: yeah mm-hmm. basically okay. um, I've Shit needs to be seen three we get my three dice.
1: three successes
0: yeah the only thing that really strikes you as being strange is like that one guy who's oh, kind no of yeah, two of them were tens. Which don't, which actually don't mean anything unless you have specialties. So if you guys didn't take specialties on, I have milk
1: time in my awareness is my specialty.
0: So each of those tens are two, two, two successes. Oh, so, so, I so when you have a specialty oh. and you roll a ten using an ability so that I have has five a specialty, successes, yeah, okay. so you have five successes. So the only thing that really strikes you as weird mm-hmm. is just the relatively young-looking gentleman sitting at a table by himself, um, wearing a button-up shirt. Mm-hmm. It's like a dark blue button-up sh- shirt with a sweater over it. And he has um, like very well manicured blonde hair mm-hmm. pulled back in a ponytail. And he's just sitting at the table. But you didn't really notice him before. But you do notice he's just been looking at you. Like, not in an inviting way, necessarily, mm-hmm. but he's just been looking at you. And you get a real feeling of like, ooh, something's going on with him. Okay. Like, you get like, The radar pings, like, it's like scanning the room, scanning the room. Oh, shit. Like, he's like me. Something about him is like me.
1: Okay. uh, Well, Audrey's not the most learned person in the world, but she's going to make a leap of logic and think that this might be Jason. So she's going to slowly approach him and uh, she's going to, like, motion for the chair next to him. As you
0: start to walk up, he'll literally raise his hand and start wagging his finger and shaking his head.
1: Okay, she'll she'll stop dead in her tracks, and she'll kind of, like, motion over her shoulder at the front door and, like, like kind of nudge, like, and then shrug, like, basically asking him with gesture, like, do you want to go outside and talk?
0: Um, you don't get that impression at all. Okay. In fact, something about him is speaking to something deep inside of you you're almost unfamiliar with, and that is your beast. Okay. And your beast knows. We shouldn't talk to him. Okay. Um... He will get up, noticing that you've noticed him, and he'll walk towards the exit. Uh, Am I seeing her interaction? She's just standing in the middle of the dance floor. Okay, she's kind of going... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you do see that, but you're like, what is she... You don't. what yeah, no. Whatever. Whatever she's seeing, you're not seeing. <laughs> it's
2: Audrey, though.
1: And
0: honestly, I right. have to be fair. It's Audrey.
1: Right. Okay. So, okay. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let him exit, uh-huh. and then once he's out the door, if he just like exits, it doesn't look at me again. Mm-hmm. Once the door is closed.
0: But what did he leave on the table?
1: Oh, okay. So I see that he left something on the table. So yeah. I walk over to the table. Okay. Well, yeah, I was gonna follow him out, but then I—I I guess I noticed something on the right, table. Yeah,
0: you noticed something on the table. So I'll
1: go walk over to the table.
0: Yeah. Um. So it's like a little box, yeah, about yay big, uh, maybe like two inches thick and like um probably about three or four inches wide. Okay. Um. Little little box with a bow on top. White box with a bow on top. Looks like a gift, like a like a present that you get for like a baby.
1: Okay. Um. She is. Freaked the fuck out because what you said it looks like a gift for a baby uh-huh. and she's like terrified so if anyone's looking at her right now like her eyes are the, as big as saucers but she like almost she can't help herself so mm-hmm. she starts to open the box
0: uh, you'll open the box you'll see a pair of like very familiar looking like not familiar because you've seen them before like specifically this pair but you've seen you've seen baby boots before like little baby shoes yeah. Yeah, they're like little girls' baby shoes. So,
1: what color are they?
0: Like pink. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so I kind of like pick them up and hold them at eye level and inspect them and dangle them. Um, and then I I do something like weird, like I, I can smell them. Like can, uh-huh. I like kind of hold them to my mouth and smell them. Hmm. Do they smell like anything?
0: They smell like you.
1: They smell like me.
0: Yeah, they smell like you. They smell like childhood. They smell. Like a baby. They smell... They smell safe and familiar.
1: Okay. Alright. Well, I'll just kind of, like, take them and put them in my hoodie pocket. And then, like, close the box Mm -hmm. and leave it on the table.
0: Okay. Meanwhile, where are you going from there? Are you leaving? What are you doing?
1: Well, my biggest concern right now is to check on I, I she didn't have a name before I just kind of named her in character is uh, to check on Casey uh-huh so I'm gonna like go pop my head out the door and see if I can see her in the car
0: um yeah let's uh let's give you another perception uh, just straight perception roll this time okay uh,
1: I got ugh, I, I failed because I got two ones you botched yeah I botched I botched so hard.
0: Um. Yeah. Uh. I mean, she's she's just in there like you've always seen her before. You know, she's right where you put her. She's a good. She's a good girl.
2: Okay.
0: Do either of you do anything at this point? I mean,
2: what did I come out of the bathroom? Like really, really, really,
0: like what you saw was she was just like weirdly standing at a table, Mm -hmm. um, that nobody else was at, and she like like put something on the table Mm -hmm. and then walked out. Did she leave the door? Yeah she, yeah, she walks out of the bar.
3: Oh, I, yeah, I'm gonna. She
0: she looks she looks as weird as she always looks. Right, but she looked scared. Yeah, she looked something something got into her something. And she's been shook doing weird shit
3: all night anyway.
0: Yeah. Like, so, a more so, do
2: I see Elliot moving to follow her? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. I'll go over to whatever's on the table first, okay. and then i
0: will follow yeah so um there's a box like a little gift box on the on the table
2: is there anything in it
0: uh yeah if you open it up there's uh it's got like the little um like you know that like almost cottony Mm -hmm. like spacer i don't know what it's called but like it's stuff Mm you put in a box like put jewelry or something Mm -hmm. on top of and there's like a little card in there um it looks like a like a baby shower like card and if you read it it just says like to audrey um congrats on the new baby she's gonna be a soccer player love mom
2: I pick it up and dump it out?
0: Yeah, just, it's literally, nothing it's, it's just, it? yeah, so okay. it's, there's nothing hiding in it, it's just mm-hmm. a box. Okay. It looks like there was something in it, that something is gone, mm-hmm. and just like the card from, presumably her mom, is in there.
1: But well, Audrey's not, didn't see the card, like.
0: No. No, Audrey yeah, did I not.
2: didn't. No. Uh, I will scoop all of that up, uh, and... Yeah. Make my way outside, but try not to do so in a way that might make other people think that I was worried about something.
0: Yeah, truth be told, no one else is really even aware that this is happening. Like, it's so, like, sort of in the moment and subtle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no scene that's been raised. She walked to a table, put something in her pocket, and walked outside. Okay. He followed. The only reason I even followed was because right. she looked wide-eyed and yeah. terrified. It is, it, is, it is like 3.30 <laughs> in the morning at like a bar that yeah. closes at 4. Yeah. So you guys leaving stirs no attention. Um, you'll follow her out. She's standing out on the stoop um, looking at her car.
3: You get there first. so Yeah. And I'll just like kind of drape an arm. Hey! And
1: she'll kind of like be startled by his touch. Oh, hey. Uh... Um, I just I wanted to make check. I wanted to check and make sure everyone was still here.
3: Well, we're all inside.
1: Well, not everybody. You know, not everybody's inside. There's a, there's people out here.
3: Who's out here? Look around. Is there anybody out here?
0: Yeah, there's the guy at the door who looks like he he's like needs some coffee. <laughs> he's back to the wall. Yeah, Thanks for this guy.
3: Checking on him. I think he can hold his own.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: he'll, he'll
3: give you go both a nod.
0: So,
1: yeah, well, it's just, uh, so I don't, okay. So out of character, I don't know mm-hmm. if I feel like I should be keeping Casey a secret mm-hmm. or if I,
0: well, out of like, character because they don't know. I will tell you this mm-hmm. out of character. You, you do not draw attention to it because there's a part of you inside your character who knows your daughter is dead. Yeah. That other people cannot see your daughter. Right. And so the point is like, your brain is sort of creating the scenario where your daughter is alive, right? But like internally, you know she's not, right? So okay, okay. So and so like seeing an artifact of your child, mm-hmm. you're having the correct response. Yeah, I, I think I think in a character setting, you're having the correct response. Like, yeah, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I'll try to just say to Elliot, like, just don't worry about it, okay? Like I checked on everything. Everyone's fine. Everyone's here. Everyone's whole. Just.
3: I'm worried about it and worried about you, sweetie.
1: Well, I'm a big girl. I can take care of myself. I've been doing this for a long time, you know. You've just been a little off
3: today. In that saying, a bit. I mean, no offense, but, you know, kind of always a little off, but now you're like extra off. I just, you know. Napkins are kind of strange, um, but I've never seen you look quite as scared as you were just a minute ago.
1: I mean, did you, that guy, did you, did you talk to that guy at all tonight? Did you see him anywhere? Which guy? There was a guy at the table. The one you went to? Yeah, he had like long blonde hair and he looked like a fucking like preppy guy who lives on the north side. Like No,
3: there was nobody there.
1: All right. Well, like let's just say for the sake of argument someone was there. Sure. I, I don't saying. I don't know what to tell you. She's getting like clearly agitated. So, Bill will come out. <laughs> and she she's like so so Audrey's just like kind of like her feathers are ruffled. Like like she's not Like, she doesn't look like she's about to frenzy by any means, but she's definitely, like, agitated, like, I'm, like, she looks so tired, basically.
2: Do you have any desire to stay here? Nope.
3: Okay. I think that song's been on repeat for, like, three cycles.
2: (sighs) Yeah, that's real annoying. Um, I mean, it's all real annoying, but, like, that particular song's real annoying. Um, Audrey, you want to drive us back to the club?
1: I mean, I can. I don't. I honestly, I don't really feel like driving. And she just kind of hands you the keys. Sure, I'll drive. I'll and she, she gets in the back seat. And, um, like, she just sits in the back seat. And she, like, puts her arm, like, out like this. Like, not on the, the seat, like, straight. But kind of almost like like it's hanging in a way that looks like she has her arm around somebody.
3: How far away is your club from here?
0: It's 15 minutes. 15 okay. okay. not, minutes. Not,
3: like, Okay, so I'll drive
0: back to the clubhouse. Seeing
3: her as she's occupying the backseat, I'll take shotgun.
2: Okay. Uh, and we'll get there, we'll go inside. And I'll kind of like have Audrey sit down and...
3: Okay. I'll basically be just opening the door and making sure she gets it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> I'm being very polite.
2: Audrey... You came from somewhere else, right? Yeah. remind me where that was? Milwaukee <laughs> That's correct.
1: Yes, yes, Milwaukee
2: how how long ago uh, did you get embraced? Uh I don't know the years,
1: but I just got my car. uh I just finished paying it off. Um uh or no I just I well so what happened was was I my 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 grandma gave me like a chunk of money and I had a little bit saved up so I just bought this new car and and it's a 2009 so well, it was like it was around then I was like you know cuz I I needed something like reliable and kind of safe for the car seat so uh, my grandparents helped me out
2: Uh, did you know who did it to you? Oh, yeah, that was, uh, Milo. Did Milo hang around after?
1: Um, yeah, he, he, um, well, yeah, yeah, so, like, he taught me everything, um, but he was just, like... He was too chaotic and, like, like he was just, it was drama. Everything was drama with him. And I had been in that kind of relationship before. And, like, I just, I wanted out. So um, I got someone to kind of, like, take me to, like, you know, the Chicago land area. And, you know, after a while, I didn't want to be around Milo anymore.
2: Do, are people that you used to know still alive? Uh, probably. So it wasn't one of those situations where, uh, you know, sometimes people kind of lose it in the first couple months and hurt people they didn't mean to hurt? We you mean, like, did I hurt someone I didn't mean to hurt? Yeah, like, maybe your grandma or your mom or other people in your life.
1: Uh, out of character, I don't know. I hadn't come up with that in the backstory.
0: Did well, she? Well, now is a good time to yeah, come up with does it. Yeah, that... Uh, I will. I will bid you um, further like this. Okay. You can completely ad lib whatever you want to ad lib.
1: Okay, but out of character, were those booties actually a gift from her mom? Like actually, were they? I don't know.
0: Right. Okay. Is it pertinent (laughs) for me to tell you? If it is, I'll tell you. Uh, As your storyteller. I guess it's. Do do, here's here's the question: Does your character recognize those shoes as having belonged to her daughter? I think you already know the answer to that. So, no. No, no, she does. Absolutely. She does recognize. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Okay. She recognizes them. So, how the fuck did that guy get them?
1: But her daughter didn't live long enough to ever wear them.
0: No. Yeah. No, no. But that doesn't mean you didn't no. have a bridal yeah, shower. So, so or a
1: right, baby shower. Right. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: you're yeah. in your baby shower. Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
1: So, okay. Uh. I didn't. I didn't hurt anybody. Um... In my family, if that's what you mean, okay. And neither did Milo. And you know, I don't appreciate the insinuation that he would do that. Um, I can understand why some people would think that I would,
2: but you know, a lot of us have. It's it's not. Uh, it, you, it happens. Do you have
0: empathy, Mallory? Uh,
2: only a little bit.
0: <laughs> I have a. Thought. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I, you a little bit. Okay. So, uh, both of you can roll your perception plus your empathy as she tells her story.
1: So, you know, there was an incident where I was trying to... Hey! (laughs) Did you succeed this time? Good job. (laughs) Good job.
0: What's the difficulty? Difficulty six. Four. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, her, her pushback, uh, her, her... Dislike of your insinuation is probably telling the opposite story. Um, you'll know for sure. Oh, she's covering some shit. Mm-hmm. Something happened. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it relates to. But something bad happened to somebody. Probably having to do with this Milo character. Okay. With that, I'm gonna
3: kind of just make my way outside towards the her car.
2: Okay. Uh, um. Yeah. No, I'm not. Not necessarily uh say anything did or didn't happen. I'm just asking cuz you know, happens. Um well, here's here's what I know. Okay. Like Milo
1: was really mad when I left. And like I I didn't seem I hadn't seen my mom for a couple of years. Um I went to I I I saw her from a distance um at my grandmother's funeral. Um, but I was, like, in, like, one of those cars with the windows, uh, because Milo had shit. Um, and, you know, I asked him if we could just go so I could see, so that I would know where it was so I could go later. Um, and I should have known, (laughs) because, like, their graves were right next to each other. So I should have known, but I asked Milo, and that was a mistake, because then Milo saw. And, you know, like, I... When he started to get, like, too much drama, I left. And, but, like, he he might have, like, seen my mom. He might have done something. Because he got really, like, word of mouth got out. He got really mad when I left. And so, like, maybe he did something to my mom. But, like, I can't worry about that now. Like, I have people that I have to take care of.
2: Right, I understand that. So, what what did Milo see during your grandma's funeral? They were right next to who was right next to each other? I, I didn't I missed that part.
1: Oh, it was just like uh, my family is all kind of buried in the same place, so I should have known where she was going to be buried at the at the cemetery. Ah, but I forgot that I forgot that. Like I didn't want to remember it, so I forgot it. And then when we went, I saw everybody, and I saw my mom there, and like my mom, like still had all my stuff when from when like after the embrace, like she you know she still had all my stuff. I went back to my apartment a couple weeks after it happened after I met Milo and everything was gone. And like I figured that like my mom had all of it. So um I don't know I don't so, know how 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 you know things happen all the time. Sometimes I know a lot of things about how things happen, but sometimes I don't know anything. And Milo was really good at keeping me from knowing things.
2: So Why did somebody give you some sort of present? I don't know what it was. I just have this box. Did you see him? Did you see him too? Because Elliot didn't see him. I was in the bathroom talking to China Doll, but you left a box on the table with a note from apparently your mother. Wait, what? I'll pull the box out Mm -hmm. and um, open it up and dump the contents.
1: And so she'll like read the
0: note. Okay. And, uh, your, uh, can I share your sheet real quick? Yeah. Thank you. I need to make copies of these so I can put them in my OneNote so I don't have to ask you for things like this when I want to do bad things to you.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry because we almost <laughs> yeah, got seven or eight I know. minutes. Um, yeah. So, so she's like, I'm guessing she's going to be pretty upset uh-huh, by reading this uh-huh. note. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, like, you'll see the note and the note will sort of like be presented to you. Like you, you as like, things don't make sense to you. Yeah. You basically you're, you're having a very difficult time, like comprehending, like there was no note in there. Like where did this note come from? Like these, these were like presented to you at the baby shower Uh and like you, you were as big as a football and you know, you were ready to, or as big as a basketball and you're Uh ready to pop. and, And like, so you start having this flood of memories and, um, yeah, just mark on your sheet that uh um uh any like perception
4: mm-hmm. uh,
0: rolls that you need to do for the next game session are going to be at a minus 2 because you're just reeling from like yeah like it, it's like you you've just encountered vertigo like Okay. Like things she's she's dead. Yeah. Like your daughter is dead. Mhm. Right? She's not alive. Mhm. And there's you you've made her up. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. that's that's what you're faced with right, right
1: now so, so she'll sit there for a minute and she'll kind of like hold the note and then she'll pull the, the booties out of her hoodie pocket and be like I don't know how these came to me tonight but Jason left them for me and I don't know how he got them who the fuck is Jason
0: <laughs> which is the only appropriate answer. <laughs> I apologize.
1: So Jason is a boy or a man, a boyish man who lives. He must live at the church of the ministry because I felt him there before. And I talked to him tonight and Casey talks to him all the time. And he came to the club tonight, but you guys couldn't see him. And he's the one who left this for me. I don't know why he has this. I've n- I have no idea who he is.
2: Out of character, have have I heard you say Casey before? Probably not. Okay. No. This is <laughs> probably the first time you've right. heard me yeah. mention Follow-up her. Question. Yeah. Okay. So you finish. Yeah.
1: Who the fuck is Casey? Oh. Casey isn't anybody. Don't Casey. Don't worry about Casey. She's fine she's okay she's she's fine don't worry about Casey she's like she's not gonna tell you yeah there is that.
0: there is like definitely something going on here right,
2: like. Okay. So, okay. so Casey's fine and knows who Jason is and you know who Jason is I think so I have
1: a good idea but I don't know what he's capable of because I he, the last time I saw these was like right before I bought the car my grandma gave me the money for the car at the party where someone gave me these booties So I've not seen these in, like, however long. Like, what? Like, has it been, like, almost 10 years? And the last time I knew where they were, they were in my apartment. And my apartment was cleared out in Milwaukee. So, I don't know, like, maybe fucking Milo got these from my mom. And I don't know. So how do you know Jason? Jason is, I think... Another Malkavian who is at the ministry, um, Gene Lyle kind of hinted that he was there. He said his name, and he hinted that there was a Malkavian who was, like, recovering from something at the ministry. And I, I like, noticed he was there, and, like, the way that you, like... <laughs> like, if you ever, like, walk into a room and you hear a faucet running in the house somewhere, or, like, you hear, like, a beeping from a, a smoke alarm but you can't find where it is in the house. That's like how I knew Jason was at the ministry. And ever since we've left there, I've just been getting like weird shit all night. Just weird shit all night from him.
2: Yeah, but this isn't some in-your-head Malkavian bullshit. This, like, this person was around all of us and is actively fucking with you.
1: Or trying to help me. I can't tell. You're pretty freaked out. You would be freaked out, too, if someone gave you baby booties. I don't care if you have kids or not. Baby booties are (laughs) weird-looking. Agree. (laughs) Which is why I said actively fucking with you. I mean, yeah, that's probably true. But here's the thing. Like, I can't tell if it's malicious, like Milo, or just, like, unintentional fucking with me. Like, he's doing something, and as a side effect... It's fuckery. Like I don't know what is going on. I'm just as confused as, as you out. are. But all I know is that there's no way these should I should have these because I've not seen them in ten years. The only way I can think of is that there's.
0: I need you to do me a favor, Mallory. Mm. I need you to roll your um, intelligence plus your perception. No, I'm sorry, that's not a thing. Um, <laughs> your your um, intelligence plus your investigation. And this is gonna be a very difficult thing because it's something anyways, it's just gonna be very difficult for you to recall this.
2: Okay. So intelligence and investigation.
0: Yeah, so I got difficulty's gonna be nine. Six. This whole time I'm gonna be like opening
3: the car doors mm-hmm. and I'm gonna spend a lot of time. Height senses. I got for sight. For sight, to okay. just scan the.
0: Ear. You can choose to do with this information what you want, but it's when she says, "I haven't seen these in ten years," mm-hmm. that you distinctly recall she used to drive around with a pair of baby booties over her rearview mirror.
2: Hmm. How long ago? I mean, like how all long the time.
0: Ago? It just was one of those things you never thought of. You never, it never even occurred to you. Until, until right recent. now, until okay. she just said that, until okay. she was like, I haven't seen these in 10 years. You remember driving in the car and they weren't over the mirror, but you always like before, you just, right? It's just one even of those like things in like, the last month, right? You wouldn't have okay. even thought about it because like, whatever, it's, it's just a thing of her. Remember, she like has this kind of like single mom vibe, mm-hmm. right? Like having some booties over the mirror. It helps with the whole ruse, right? The masquerade and all that stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So you never thought about them. Mm-hmm. You literally never thought about them. It's just at that point when she says that, it's like, oh, my God. She's had these the whole... She's had these the whole time. hmm So there's more going on in here than she knows.
2: This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. How do you want me to proceed? I mean, like, I can go talk to Jean Lyle and be like, your Jason asshole needs to stop fucking with my coterie um, if you need me to. But how, what, what
0: do you need? There's all kinds of stuff, like, in the back as you're going through. Um... I'm sorry, guys. I hate to yeah, talk to yeah, no, you, but there's good. there's all kinds of stuff. There's boxes of like goods, mm-hmm. old plates. You know, I'm just looking
3: for anything hinky. No, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> she's saying she's seeing people. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to be following her.
0: Like, no, so when... no. Um, you you can also roll just like your real quick like perception plus investigation. Sure. Uh, this will be a diff seven.
3: Investigation. Where'd you go?
0: Uh, two successes. Yeah. The only thing that sticks out to you is like, um, there's a box in the back of the, of the RAV4 with like, what well, looks like probably like a bunch of her stuff. Again, she looks kind of like a single mom moving. There's mm-hmm. a box that says Audrey, baby clothes, um, 2008. And it's open. But that's the only thing that sticks out to you.
3: Gotcha. I'll, uh, does it look like anything has been recently tampered with, aside from being
0: Yeah, it looks like it's been rifled through.
3: Uh, I will...
0: Like, the tape was opened, and somebody opened the box, went through it, like, probably, like, quickly grabbed something out of it, and then moved on.
3: Okay, I'll just kind of move some stuff around to make sure nothing was put in. Yeah, no. Different.
1: Okay. Okay, so back to answer her question. Yep. What um, do you need from me? I don't need anything from... From you right now on this um I get I I just think Jason needs like some time and I I really think he needs help and I don't know how to help him but I'm not afraid of him I'm more afraid of Milo and I don't know if Milo did something to to get this stuff but like it doesn't matter. What what matters is, like, you know, like, like, I, we've got to find Shorty, and I can try to help do that if you want me to. Um, I think what, what I need to do is I just need to keep moving forward, because if I stand still, I'm not going to be able to, like, take care of everybody, you know? Who needs who needs my help? Can you describe his Milo fuck? Oh yeah, Milo. I mean, he's like um. So I kind of okay. I kind of always had a thing for Asian guys. I don't know why.
0: Because we're gonna have to yeah okay. okay. Yeah. So so we'll wrap up there and okay. just remember mark down that you're describing Milo. Yeah. All
4: right.
0: Okay. So, uh, did everybody have fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. We, uh. Does uh. I, so the whole like um heroic and like that's why you get an XP. We're going to we're gonna hold off on that because like we're kind of like in the middle of sort of mm-hmm. like fact finding. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a lot of role play opportunities. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, we had a little bit of a shorter um, uh, session tonight. So we're going to go ahead and do two XP and then if you guys just want to like make a note um, verbally of anything that you enjoyed from everybody else and then I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll close shop here. So first of all, thank you. I hope you guys had a good time, I hope you enjoyed your characters, and I hope you're not too mired in, like, what the fuck are we doing. So, um, Chris, do you have anything you wanted to mention, or, like, talk about, or anything like you enjoyed about your character or somebody else's? Uh,
3: just kind of being, uh, kind of oddly the babysitter, even though Phil is is the big gang leader, uh, Bruja, Phil's off- doing gang leader shit, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go up and dance because no one's gonna pay attention to me, Mm -hmm. because I'm not a Torridor, no, I'm not using presents, but I'm gonna make sure I have an eye on everything that's happening, and why am I the responsible one right now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I I think uh, the stuff going on with Audrey's kind of setting up for Elliot's time to shine soon, because... I'm the smart guy at the group, (laughs) so we are
2: equally smart.
3: Uh, I have a lot of occult, a lot Mm. of intelligence. Mm. (laughs) He's esoterically smart. (laughs) I'm Tremere
0: smart, right? (laughs) He's not real world shit smart. Yeah, no. Uh, Mallory,
2: um, I, I think getting more into, um, things that are going on with Audrey, Mm -hmm. um, because I I think plot that's. Political and those kinds of things are worthwhile and interesting, mm-hmm. um, but the flaws I know we all purchased on our sheets um, are also interesting. Um, so, to engage that a little bit into. Um, also, how Audrey be sort of useful with someone who, from Phil's perspective, she just wants to like put her fist in his face and like shut up and let me talk? Like, you clearly. Hole. <laughs> like, but I can't start that shit so the fact that like um Phil didn't have to deal with that yeah. was like excellent use of Audrey
0: well I'm, I'm really glad that you picked up on that dynamic too because uh to me the way that that character was written was written very from the very much from the perspective of like like I am an adolescent 15 year old who's been given like godlike power mm-hmm. and no one gives a shit enough to raise me and and so like I know what I was like when I was, like, 15 or 16 years old. And if I could, like, bench press a car, like, how how incorrigible would I be? Mm-hmm. And, like, how awful would I be to be around? So I'm glad that you picked up on that. And I'm also glad that you, like, kind of jumped into the mother role. Mm. Which is, like, interestingly, kind of where you belong. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, I had fun. I thought it was cool to... So I'm trying to play her, like, nature, which is loner, which is why I was, like, trying to go off. I was trying to, like, have opportunities to go off by myself to mm-hmm. kind of, like, live up to that and role play that more. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to do anything that would, like, split the party and, like, put me in a position where you had to, like, deal with them and mm-hmm. then you had to deal with me. So I'm sorry if that's how that happened, but, like well uh,
0: I'll ask, did anybody have an issue with how that was handled? I enjoy the scenes that even okay. that yeah. that don't interrupt. Okay. Inter- yeah. Uh, yeah. Um so including- my opinion my opinion about it as a storyteller is when I watch a movie, if they don't ever cut the scene, mm. I start to get bored. Right? right. It's the same reason why like um that Game of Thrones episode that we won't talk about here right. was like it was a very long fight scene, but it was like they constantly cut to other things because it's meant to like keep you mm. interested. Right. So while they're doing their thing and I'm dealing with you, there's only three of us here. So right, right. if we had like 12 people at this table, that would get oh. fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. But with the amount of people that we have, it's very manageable. So right. don't worry about that. Okay, it gives no, us a chance to take a break and observe fun, a story. Right?
2: Well, that's literally the whole benefit of Tabletop over LARP, in my opinion. Yeah, is I agree. That You have the power to do that. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
1: I think um, what I want to see, what I'm excited to see is what you said, Chris? Where it's like Elliot's time to shine is coming because he's like the quote smartest of us, at least he thinks he is, and so I feel like, yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> at least he thinks <laughs> he is.
1: academics yeah. um,
4: <laughs> And while they
1: smarts. compare Dick sizes, smart, I'll say it'll be fun to see because I feel like, like I don't know where this is
0: going <laughs> real quick you can't see their faces <laughs> but they're giving each other the most passive-aggressive smiles <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like
1: what's coming like i don't know for sure but i feel like if we end up going to this looking for this scourge at whatever the, first of all hospitals are creepy anyway <laughs> i feel like there's probably going to be some weird occult shit happening and i feel like elliot's going to be like just roll in and be a boss so I'm excited to see. I can tell you what the things are. I can't do shit about. Them. Okay. Then, <laughs> things, say, then maybe, gotta, maybe, Phil's, maybe we need to bring that Nosferatu with us.
2: <laughs> Phil's first thought was, I'm gonna have to fucking go to the ministry and make Jean-Lal knock this shit off because I can't handle this bullshit while we're trying to deal with the fucking scourge who's apparently been here forever and is eating people. What the fuck, yeah. King Malkavians?
4: <laughs> yeah. So,
2: so that'll be that'll be
1: fun. Uh, that'll be fun to see. I'm excited for the next session. And cool. I had a lot you of
0: fun. Too. All right, so. great. Well, I uh, would love to let this continue to roll, but I got to go do work, work. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you. I'm glad you guys had a good time. And uh, we'll be back next whenever. Bye. Bye. Whenever Bye. Facebook Bye. says we're doing this again.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks. This is Nathan from 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade. If you enjoyed the podcast you just listened to, Think about supporting us. For more podcasts, art, video, and gaming, go to utilitymuffinlabs.com. Follow our podcast on Twitter at 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook under our Utility Muffin Labs name, and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade. Thank you again for your support. Utility Muffin Labs, consistently rated adequate.